0: what is going on guys this is another episode of rift insight season one episode 19 and the season for league of legends for 2020 is over yes so we finally have the 2020 world Champions uh winner which is damwan gaming and they reclaim the glory for the lck who have not won a trophy since 2017 when samsung galaxy won and then We'll also go over just some other uh, fun things that happened in 2020. But we also have some other really interesting uh, off-season news that ended up happening earlier on uh, today when I posted a uh, video about those things as well. And if you are a fan of the LCK, there's two big heavy-hitter moves in the off-season that you're going to want to hear about. But overall uh i know some people have said why do we fight on video it's like it's guys literally it's like people do this all the time it's called debating it's like you have me and you
1: fight who said that
0: no 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 uh, they like i went back and there were some um live streams where i saw the chat and someone they were like why are you guys arguing it's like we're not arguing it's just debating
1: i'm beyond i've known this guy for like 11 or 12 years now unfortunately we debate just... on,
0: like, everything, and I usually win because I'm bringing, like, facts. He's bringing, like, emotion, and it's like, dude, I'm going to win no matter what.
1: <laughs> uh, whatever that was supposed to. I don't know where you went off on that tangent. With, but...
0: No, no, because, like, I, I, I think some people are not used to, like, debating, and it's, like, it's it's. Well, fine. I mean,
1: I think there's a – I'm a pretty emotional person when it comes to that stuff, so I, got, I raise my voice a lot more than other people. Maybe that's what it is. It sounds like I'm just yelling at you. And that's what it is.
0: <laughs> there was that I got like there was that double lip saying spring split doesn't matter argument that people were using way back. It, it's like
1: I, I mean and, I used that I before he did to be fair.
0: So, what was said on Hotline League is that Riot is going to be changing the um, the format of the LCS again next year. That's what Travis right. said. Are they going to do a one full season thing like I've been saying for seven years there now? Was, there was one guy that had your take, actually. And Travis said "Travis said that they're
1: actually close to doing what
0: you're actually thinking.
1: I've been saying it for how many years? It's the most logical. Like, the fact that there's two splits literally demeans the first half of the season. I, I don't understand why they don't do it. You can make other ways to make an idea of who goes to MSI. There's no, no reason not to. Like Just the reasonings behind all this stuff. I have to turn up my volume. My volume broke. Hello? Can you speak? Yes. Okay, yeah, my volume just broke on me. It upsets me. Like, it, it, it's Like honestly not even a professional person. I'm not some sort of, like, person that creates tournament brackets for a living. But I can, I can put together the fact that I, I think this is, for the most part, not a very concrete way to do anything. Like, the, the way they format all this stuff just seems illogical to me. It doesn't seem like the most ben- beneficial way to see who starts off the season. Like, again, Cloud9's beginning of the season run should mean something, but it really amounted to nothing. Especially but that's not Cloud9's that. fault, though. It's like, not. They, I'm not blaming them.
0: But the problem with Cloud9 was that it wasn't their fault. It was more or less so things that happened in life that hurt them because they try in spring to go to MSI. Then MSI ended up getting canceled. If MSI didn't get canceled... They will be just fine, honestly.
1: I mean, I still think spring all around because, again, the inevitable reason as to why you play NA is why you play league is to win Worlds. I think that's everybody's end goal. I think that should be end of everybody's end goal at the very least. And the fact that you don't even have a chance – I mean, the fact that a 17 to 16-0 run in spring could amount to nothing is, is, is like the worst possible outcome for me. I, I just – I don't know. I, like, I'm not gonna argue about all that stuff. I think there's people who think this is generally a good idea, but for the most part, I think there's better ways to get a team to go to MSI than just purely an entire split de- like devoted to it.
0: So there was people that said, "How do you select the team that goes?" Literally, whoever makes the top six teams, the top yeah, the top six teams after about I don't know when MSI is gonna happen. Play,
1: Again, it's literally half of the season. Like, you again, you go to MSI at the end of the first split, which would be, what, 16 sixteen so weeks? MSI do usually it. takes place, what, in... Well, so the spring split goes from, like,
0: January, February, March. is like, around... eight. You do MSI's it. usually right before summer starts, though. Yeah, so how many weeks are there in a like season in, I keep trading? So what's, how many weeks are in a season? So, like, the regular season is usually nine. Yeah, is it nine? Like nine weeks for... Yeah, but sixteen if, games. Okay. If, if, if you're talking like LCS and LEC, then it's like nine weeks for best of ones, and then it's like
1: yeah. Uh, so essentially three weeks what straight do. for finals. Yeah. So nine to ten weeks. You like at the nine week mark, you would make a best of six bracket between the top six teams to see have them battle it out in a best of two to best of three situation and see who goes to MSI from there. It doesn't really have an implication in NA, obviously, but it still gets you – you send the team that kind of deserves it the most still. And then from there on, you play the rest of the season out. You still have the previous record from the beginning half of the season. Like there's no reason not to do this. Like I I don't get why it has to be a 2 slit thing. It just – there doesn't seem to be a benefit to it.
0: So now there's just going to be one trophy to get all year? That's the problem I have. There's only going to be one trophy to get all year i, I think like that's that probably concept. why i mean it, it's more i don't know honestly, it it's just like seems you, what you have, you have a chance at other orgs finally winning a title that they never have have a shot at winning in general you know i think that i mean
1: you know i don't see a reason for that to, they, they they will earn it at the end of the season like again the top eight teams are going on of 10. if you get to the bottom that, two, they need to
0: change that they need to change that i think it, it should be top
1: six I mean, top top eight is okay. when I mean, I still think it should be top seven to six. I agree. But again, top eight is fine when it's an entire season devoted to this. When it's an entire season, there's a lot more games. So it's a lot more of a, again, you don't, like, if you make a top six, teams are going to start being eliminated in the first eight to ten, like eight to ten weeks of play because they can't catch up to the top six, the sixth place team. But they can still catch up to the seventh and eighth. I think that's a big reason a lot of people would like to see that because, you don't want to see an entire half of the season devoted to teams playing each other that really aren't still in the, in the running. But you know what this also does? If you're eliminated from the playoffs pretty early on, that means you could just throw a random roster in there of a bunch of young people and see what they do. Like, that. that is one of the positives to this, in my opinion. Well, I think you can make Spring Split matter. simply
0: by Because the problem with Spring not, not mattering came up about, you know, double if was a big proponent of that. I they, said it before he had, did. No, because you have the auto qualifications. Remember how spring had like auto qualifications. So later what would you make that... it what how would you make spring matter? You take well, you don't so that's the problem is that you, you take away those auto qualifications. That's the problem though. Man, that's spring, why people had problems with it either. in general. Well no, because that's why people had problems with it in general. Yeah, but how would you make you spring the, matter? You have the auto qualifications for summers, depending on how many points you got. That's why people got mad I'm, because I'm... you would have like a bad team qualify going to worlds of points. What, and what did you that you was solve here? Like, so, you simply take away the auto qualifying, and you simply do points again. But when you later on leading towards like a regional qualifier, you, the how many points you get determines what seed you get in that type of bracket. That's what you get. That's how it, it, it determines you. It basically gives you a, a fail safe. That's basically what it gives you. Because That's how you make it matter. So that way, just in case if you start off spring strong and then you uh, go into summer doing bad, you have a fail safe. Depending on if you make playoffs, because you can still have the gauntlet to make worlds, and so depending tell on how many points you get, you'll more... actually have your ranking in where you get for the gauntlet. That's what I. That's
1: what why I. Why is this more useful than a full season instead of two splits? Why is that? What, what does what benefits does this because have? Every
0: every other region, like the LC, the LEC the LCK and the LPL, all have spring splits.
1: Who cares? That doesn't it doesn't really make an effect on them if they do like. Just realistically, no other sport that I can think of even does this. Like it just it, it, the reason they don't do this is because it doesn't make sense. Why would you negate the entire first half of a season to just points? Points are just boring in general. I just despise the concept behind it because it can make bad teams have they have one good game of best of threes and they make it to worlds. Like, I just—I don't like that. I don't like the concept behind points. I think it should be the playoffs decide who goes to Worlds. It should be the top three teams there. The best of the—the, uh, the, uh, Tyberg—or the, uh, the uh or the, or the uh the 3rd place match means something because the team that loses the third-place match is out of the tournament, and they can't go to Worlds anymore. I like, like I, um, I would say the LCS, even though people don't like
0: it, to make the Spring Split matter to the point where it's more interesting— adopt the lck uh format
1: no I don't no like no LCK. no.
0: but in the wild but in the wild card round make it a best of three instead of a, a, an actual best of five instead of a, be- a best of three so you I have don't... the first place team in in spring split if we did the lck format, the first place team auto qualifying to the finals then you have the second and third place team obviously staying where where they're at then you have the fourth and fifth place fourth and fifth place team battling out in the wild card round make it a best of five not a best of three And that's how you make Spring Split more... Just a five in every single
1: round? That's a lot. No, lot
0: no, 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 because the wildcard round in the LCK right now is the best of three, and people said they don't like that, they want a, be- a best of five for the first round. I just, I think, just make it a best of five. The LCK
1: Why? has the single worst format of every
0: I, region. I, I i think that format specifically can work for the LCS to make things more interesting. It's I don't know, not I don't,
1: good, it's but not it's will, good, but but but
0: it, I personally think it will, it's a good format for the LCS because people say spring doesn't matter, but if you add in a format where the stakes are, if you only get top five, that's even that's like okay, now you kind of got to try here because five teams is interesting five teams may make it so you don't have dogshit teams like dignitas and hunter these making it at all that literally eliminates those possibilities and you have one best of five round and you just move on move on and move on and there's no double elimination that means if you get past the first round that's good you face tsm in the third in, a, in the second round if you knock out tsm you knock out tsm if you face liquid in the next round and you beat liquid you knock out liquid and you face unimaginable imagine i, I Obviously cloud nine the final and you can knock out cloud nine like you don't have double I, I this. and you have less teams you have no double el- el- elimination and you have uh less teams in that I mean, makes it a lot more interesting i'm just saying though that literally makes it more interesting it, it, it doesn't make spring matter though it still
1: doesn't matter it makes Five it more points. interesting which, which which would make it matter though how would it make it interesting I, I despise that format it's really unbalanced because of the fact that the first place team gets such an uneven edge in their favor the first place team always gets the benefit and then the second place team, obviously, like, it's just – it's so inconsistent to find the best team. That's even – like, honestly, I prefer a bit double elimination to that. Double elimination, again, it has its positives. Again, I think that it allows the best team to be the best. But at the same time, like, who wants to see – I don't like the lack of stakes that are in the best – I mean, double eliminations. I can I can agree with the, the uh, positives. But, again, I like upsets, so that's why I don't care about that. Like, all around, I think we should have a system, again, I still think – It really isn't. Like, honestly, I can't think of another system that is better than a single season format. It doesn't make sense to have two seasons.
0: Now, they might still keep Spring Split, but they might be changing how it's structured and by how it affects Summer. Like, if you have something in Spring Split that affects how your Summer Split would go, I think that's how you make Spring Split matter. Why do you keep it? I don't get it. But the issue here is, you gotta, like, people gotta uh, understand, like, you have to have something interesting the viewer all the way until Summer, because people people keep... most general casual fans will always say summer only matters. How are you going to keep fans interested in spring, though? Like,
1: do people not understand this from a business point of view? It's not what? about – I mean, I think the reality is I just don't see a world where they could gen- – like, let's, th- let's think about what they could do to make spring just as interesting as summer. What you could do, and I think this would be terrible, is essentially give – like, if, if you go by points – The first-place team in spring, if they make the playoffs, is going to make it to the finals, is going to make it to Worlds. If you go by your format where you put them in the regional bracket, they have a very large, like, handicap in they only have to win one best-of-five to be able to make it to Worlds. That's your benefit for getting first place. In the spring split, which is essentially just a very small amount of – like, you could overall have a worse record than the team behind you, but since you won spring – like all around, like you, essentially get the benefit of the, on that on that aspect. I think what they should do again. I've already said that I think they should like do the single season thing because I always think that's going to be the best option. But I mean, there, there's the possibility of your thing on the the regional qualifier going straight into the finals. Oh, that's fine. It's good enough. But again, I think that really still negates the 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 uh, benefits of the uh, third-place match. Like, the third-place match still doesn't mean anything if you go into that to that kind of format. Like, mm. I think this well, all around, I don't know if you have a third-place match in the Spring Split. You would only have know, that I'm talking about summer. summer Split. Summer Split, third-place match really still doesn't matter because you're not making it to world. You're just making it... To, you're qualifying the, for the, 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 the... What's it called? If you make it where this is a do-or-die, if you lose, you're out, and you get to make it into playoffs instead. Because a lot of these teams, if you look at a lot of the teams in, G, in G2 and Team Liquid... And all of these teams, they seem to not really actually put full effort into the spring split at all. They really didn't care. And you could say whatever you want about viewer experience or anything like that, but the teams didn't seem to care. It wasn't even the viewers. Like all these the only people that might have cared are like dignitas that they could win a, t- a title. But it's it's essentially meaningless if the best teams don't try. And they're not gonna try in spring. It's they're hard. gonna try it's stuff always hard. it's you would
0: never really know if they don't try. Like they never you can want- tell.
1: I mean, you it's can tell. Even,
0: it's not even telling. Like people said, caps and perks said they didn't try. They never actually said that. I need. I need some receipts. Did they ever actually say that? You don't that? have These to say. You can tell. Up. You can tell no, I. I. I don't believe that because if you actually go up and tell Faker that Springswood doesn't matter, he's gonna laugh at you because not any real competitor would ever think that. Any real competitor you would try. You have to tell me that, but
1: then tell me in the car that you should go in with a mindset of just caring and who, who cares if you lose and all this stuff. These, these are kind That's of me. These are actually pro players. I'm, no, from my own perspective. I, I'm saying I could tell you right now, I don't have to hear him say it based on the way they played, based on the random things they tried out throughout the entirety of the season. They were not fully trying the spring split and I don't care what they say. If they came out and said they tried, I still wouldn't believe them. Like it just, just based off play based off appearances, based off how they lost the, the, uh, What's it called? Fanatic didn't look like they cared that much when they lost in the spring in in the spring split. Like all I these mean, things. By what the players had said, it definitely didn't mentally affect them.
0: So it definitely had some effect on them. It, it, it just like I don't like when people say things about players that they never said
1: at all. Caps and Perks never said they weren't trying. I never said so that it's like you know people are saying it based off of how they played. No one said Caps and Pinker said this. I mean if Perks said this. Caps and, we we and Perks look like they're not trying.
0: Like they tried to
1: do the swap. They wanted They uh, they willingly opted into doing it. Yeah, they could've yeah, again. But the reason they were able to do this is because they didn't care if they lost games. They didn't care if they didn't make they didn't make care about all this stuff. Because it Mm -hmm. essentially doesn't matter if you end up losing at the beginning half of the season. Because all you have to do is
0: hopefully Riot can make spring matter to certain people. I mean, I like watching League in general. I don't really care if it matters to people in, in overall. I like watching League no matter what. That's me. Um, but it'll definitely uh, make a lot of people happy if they can make the first half of spring matter in their own personal opinions. Um, I don't think that... I personally think, think that double if had a big influence on the general casual audience
1: uh, caring, like saying spring doesn't matter. But like, people gotta uh, understand... It was a very uh, big conception that spring didn't matter before Double If said it. I was saying it before the season started. I said, man, they just made spring split irrelevant. And everybody else was saying but, it. That was only by like, the
0: championship points, though. Like the championship points. literally makes it useless. Had, no, but like the championship points made use. Like bad teams auto qualify the worlds. Essentially, you, you don't want that.
1: I don't want a spring split if they're going to make it not worth anything. Like it just. But you don't want the other way either. Like, it, it, so and You're saying those only two now. options. Well, no, it's not. You could literally. Just it is actually because you get a bad erased, team going to Worlds. You could just completely erase spring split, or you essentially have a, a sixteen games of league that don't really amount to anything throughout the entire of the year. Like, you could say you like it, but a lot of people don't like non-competitive games, and that's why the viewership dropped.
0: Mm. But it depends, like, because Doublelift was a big proponent of him not winning, obviously, if split not mattering. But I think that's – that's that goes into another longer thing where it's like – I don't know. I think he's bullshitting because usually when people say those things, it's because they don't win. Like, it's very easy to say things when you don't win. Like, oh, on his stream. I was watching it one time, and he said, oh, yeah, MSI 2019 matters to, like, G2 fans and LEC fans. He would not say that if he won MSI that year. I guarantee you would not say that because like, that wouldn't exist. People say just... it's called, from people who are watching, or later on for VODs, that's it's called damage control. When you want something and you play for it and then you don't get it, it's easy to backtrack and go, yeah, I, I didn't
1: want that. No, it's called damage control. I don't believe, I don't believe that bullshit. Tell, so it's tell just... me right now. Be, because again, Doublelift was not okay. I want to point out, Doublelift was not the person that started this trend. He joined in on the trend and agreed with it. It was not him that started this. He agreed with the people saying this stuff. He did he not. Only, he only did flip. it. He only did it because he was losing
0: at the first part of the split. If he was on top of the first part of the split, he would not, never, never be saying these things. He didn't start
1: this, this thing. People had been. This has been a common, common thought process. No, know, for a lot of but But made, made it more. What's that word? Uh, it was, it was extremely. Open. It was extremely open before he started talking about it. I, I just like the thing about it is, spring split was irrelevant. I don't really think it's. It, it, was, it was a very poor execution. This is even worse than the last year's spring split. I think a lot of people agreed with that. Like spring split was just frustratingly like worthless, and everybody was upset about it. Then Double f came on and said, "Yes, I agree with that." And honestly, I agree. Maybe it was because of the fact that he lost, but that doesn't mean he it, it was wrong. It just means that he was he, he did it for the wrong reasons. Like spring split was frustratingly like boring to watch because a lot of these teams just kind of just randomly swap like didn't swap around the rosters at the beginning of the season, tried to force like, it um, up. Like TSM. Whereas TSM not
0: trying in, in spring? I, I can't believe that. I, I d do, I, I, I don't I don't I don't believe that. I don't believe TSM goes into a season going, I don't want to try in it. I don't think so, no org does enough. that though. Do you no think org.
1: that spring split was use, was useful? Yes or no? At That's certain- all I'm asking. Any, any ask in any aspect was it? it, 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 No, 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 not depends. It literally, what did spring split you do? It didn't amount to victory. I mean, championship points, even if we went to MSI, I mean, that's literally it's auto seeding anyway. So that's all it amounts to for worlds. It's literally a build up match for worlds. Like what does spring split do? In the it gave you championship points and it gave you... No, we're talking about now, if- this season. It didn't do with championship points. We're talking about why season, it
0: was... The only reason why it didn't matter this season because MSI got canceled. That's Even the reason
1: if- why it didn't matter. MSI wouldn't have mattered anyways. MSI is literally just for Worlds. It's literally a tournament. The only reason it is a viewer spectacle, and that's what MSI is. But MSI doesn't really... No one. No one looks at your MSI championships. They look at your World Championships. They look at who won Worlds this season. That's the best team. No one thinks, man, this is the best team in the world, this MSI champion team. <laughs> like it's just it's just a fact I, mean, I don't that's care. What i think msi needs i think msi
0: would would be better if you let the top two teams go honestly possibly it's, it's better. i still that.
1: i still despise like again i like msi i enjoy watching the international competition and see what say each region is in going into the season but it is just essentially compared to worlds it's for fun that's just what it is it's just not as competitive as Worlds. it's not as necessary as worlds and i love msi msi has always been one of my favorite tournaments of the season like, more than pretty much anything else. But at the same time, I do agree. Like, again, if you have an entire split devoted to it, it just it, – it's not really that much of a reward. Just to be able to play, like, five to ten games at the most, I don't know. I don't know. Like, the reality – like, well, there, there's a lot of people that we'll like it. what Riot up.
0: changes for next year. I mean, hopefully they, they make some – they'll they'll have an idea of something they want to do. They it better because they did
1: terrible this season. I'm so upset mm. with them.
0: But I'll never believe people when they go, oh, yeah, orgs don't try. Nope, I don't believe that. If you are an org and you, and you literally say, I don't want to try, you need to be kicked out. That's stupid. okay.
1: The thing about it is there's a difference between not trying and just trying random things because, you know, the games losing don't matter as much. When they got into sp- the, the, spring, the the playoffs, they played a lot better. The spring, the, They played a lot better. I'm not saying they don't try at all. No team is not trying in the playoffs. It's just they just do random things because if they lose, what does it matter? They didn't. Even though they saw Cavs' agency wasn't working out, they played the rest of the playoffs like that because if they lost,
0: like, oh, what's up, Knight? How you doing, bro? But it's sus it, it, gang? It, it, sus gang? You don't like touching on guys? <laughs> oh my god. Um, it, it's just like teams like TSM, Cloud9, and FlyQuest, and you like you could already tell Spring Split mattered to other teams like Team Liquid. If Spring Split didn't matter to them. They, they might as well just kept double if then. as just, just kept the same roster that they did. Why does spring
1: so split? But spring split did matter
0: in certain aspects though.
1: What did it? What did? Do you think spring split was well designed? Yes or no? I'm this just. Year? I'm not. Yes, this year. Did it matter at all? Even if even if MSI happened, do you think spring split still mattered? It matters to a certain extent of letting you figure no, out. No, what no, you no. Need no hypotheticals. Do. No. They did This, not be, this the, should not the, be. The, practice games. The, the, these this, are things would happen though. Like what it did let you, you get. No, 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 no. Uh, this is all that just makes it sound like you're playing a bunch of scrims. That's what you're you're essentially building up the spring split to do. You're you're essentially just saying it's a bunch of scrims put together and they don't really amount to stuff, but you get to practice. Like who cares? It's not about practice, dude. It's dumb. I hate spring split. Spring split was literally the worst shape it's ever been in. There was no positive designs to it. Especially even if MSI still happened, it was still poorly designed. Riot did a terrible job and they were acknowledging it because they're reshaping it right after the next season. They did Like, no one was happy with this change. Like, I, I haven't met anybody who's been happy with it. Maybe they might make a double
0: elimination finals in the spring split. I don't it's know still, what
1: they're going to do, honestly. If
0: they kept it the same, it doesn't matter how you
1: shape the playoffs. It's still trash.
0: Hmm. Well, we'll see what ends up happening. But I want to go over one Gaming are the 2020 World Champions, guys. Yes, the LCK has finally won again. <laughs> Woo! The LCK are back on top. Because Dan One didn't just curb stomp every single person they
1: faced at the event. I, I mean, I think the Sooning match four through one was moderately okay. I mean, I really never think that they lost control of the game; they were always in control. But like Sooning put up a better fight than I expected. I think Sooning made it a, a lot more interesting than I thought was going to happen. Yeah, they, they I, looked I, interesting. They looked actually pretty good. It was only until game four they mentally imploded in their brains. Yeah, they were done. They were done after game four. There was it's a bunch of young people. They really didn't know how to bounce back. If you look at it, like there's a lot of there's a lot of young people in the league right now. If you look at like Jackie Love, I think is like eighteen. Yeah. Nineteen. Yeah. There's just a lot of young people coming out of China right now.
0: It, it's just overall like I think if let's say in a different alternate reality where G two beats Dan one, G two gets to the finals again, and Suni makes it to the finals, I think SUNY would actually win Worlds. But didn't happen what? that way. Say it again? If G two had actually
1: beat Damwon, got to the finals, and Suning got to the finals, I think Suning would have won. Well, yeah, G1. I mean, I think they were yeah. the second to third best team in the world. Like, I'm not. It's not surprising that they'd win. But I mean, if G two could beat Damon, that wouldn't. They would have beat Damon too. Like that's true. Mm. But it's just, I think, um,
0: I don't know. It's hard to say because Suning were really good, but it, it sucks for them because they were just facing the much better team, though. I want to point out, I actually think that what, if we look Kengen, at individual...
1: Kangan played out of his mind, but SFM also
0: played out of his mind.
1: I think he was actually completely outmatched in the first two games. I think that Shen completely... That Rengard game. Oh, my God. I
0: forgot when we were talking and, 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 I, and I said that S.O.F.M. didn't have any pocket picks. He had River Shen. I forgot about that.
1: He has a massive... He literally plays every character in the game. <laughs> like, I, I, I he don't He's one of River the most is, champions. That River's Shen is disgusting. Oh I want to point gosh. out, I think that Esauheim's not great at Shen. His, his Shen specifically isn't great on the champion specifically, but he's so good at, at macro and map awareness that he's able to play Shen well enough. It's He's not really that good of a Shen, I, I feel like. I feel, I feel like that's the way I've got it from the mechanics I've seen from him. But, mm-hmm. again, we look at it, I think in game one, he pushed a lot. He was a lot more aggressive. They kind of swapped <laughs> up the game and how they were going to play and that's the one thing I appreciate about Damwon. they changed the direction of how they approached the game to play against Suning, because they didn't play the same way they played against G2. They, In the first game, you look at it, they played a support that actually matched. They, they left his Leon up because you know he's going to pick it. They picked Pantheon into it, and Pantheon actually just straight up wins the game, because he instantly kills your ADC. And then they made a lot of plays around, like, the, the um, what's it called? They let them gank topside, and they just took dragons. They just straight up... Did what SLFM does, and that's that, that is like straight up the coaching staff was incredible. Coaching staff made this such a hard game to be able to bounce back on because, again, they, they essentially played the game that Suning wanted to play, but played it a lot more fast paced. And then, Suning in game two, they left it to Leona again because, again, they picked Thrush into this, and Thresh is an even bigger counter. But again, like they they kind of devolved into too many skirmishes. This is what we kind of saw from Damon inside of game two of G2 too. They kind of just played the way that they like they, they had msk you look really cute today don't lie to him man thank you thank <laughs> you yeah i mean
0: i get complimented by girls and guys thank you knight it's all good love you man it just i really think suning were just outmatched by damn one
1: and if they faced anybody else in the finals they probably would have won the most i want to win. point out i feel like individually it wasn't really that besides mid mid was just straight up gaps like there was there was like i don't know angel
0: up, played really well angel, angel got here.
1: straight up dumped. I, like, I don't i don't really
0: think so like in his azir game like if you put what he was able to do, he had such big poor, man. He poorly executed on Azir. I was like, man, what is this guy he doing? He played a colleague
1: and Deshendra and got one v one like three times. He was almost the reason why they almost came back in that game too. I don't know, man. I this man, just, this man straight up just gave me the flu yesterday. Cause,
0: cause a lot of people um were like, oh, okay, he he pl- uh, Angel played that
1: uh Dragon Pit. A dragon fight really bad. It wasn't just that. It was it was a lot of things. If you look at the Akali game, he played a counteractive pick into Syndra and got straight up beat in 1v1 twice. And that's not something you do because you, you straight up counter Syndra. Like, again, there's a lot of things. Again, if you're playing Syndra, you're able to ult her if you ever see her at the beginning of the thing. And that's one counteractive point of it. But for the most part, the immobility of Syndra makes it hard to be able to play against Akali. Akali can QE her off of there and stun, but that's really the only... If you mess that up somehow, you, you can't do anything. Like, really react to the rest of what a college can going to do because that's your only way of getting around them like Actually, I don't know been been played great throughout ben, most of the series Ben played well for the most part I mean I think that he was 100 percent put in winning matchups a lot and they had to like if you look at game three after the pentacle on Fiora they straight up just just like goon squad and topside constantly Every both teams they're like well this is the this is the, the win.
0: <laughs> I was like Ben is over here showing Naguri how to play Fiora, because <laughs> Naguri went like 0-5 on Fiora. I was well, like, oh he, my he didn't God. even play
1: that poorly. It's just straight up, they ganked Fio- top lane like 700 times in the, the Fiora game.
0: <laughs> and then SOFN pulled out Rengar. I was like, all right, he's trolling. He doesn't believe he can win. Then the way he played Rengar was actually, it was like how you play Jarvan, but it's a supportive Rengar that can also assassinate the ADC in one shot. I was like, huh a new interesting way to play rengar I, so, I like that's just man if he thinks
1: he could play rengar in the world finals and win with it
0: the I'm reason just... they picked
1: up rengar is purely because of evelyn essentially what happens the only character that actually does good in evelyn is rengar because every point in time even when you're visible rengar's ult will show you it's about a 30 second duration about around there he's a full tank so he can just throw out bull like every three seconds like, that, that is the correct way to play it. It was a counteractive pick into Canyon. I don't think there was a jungle gap. I don't know. Like, I think that for the most part, I think that. If I think you there look was a jungle
0: it, gap. I think Canyon and SFM are pretty evenly matched. I mean, I think that both of them do different things to their team, but I think that it's the same thing eventually anyway. They want to get. Their strongest laners ahead, but S.O.F.M. doesn't really do that though. S.O.F.M. primarily That's gets
1: all himself ahead. No, to
0: me primarily gets himself ahead. Then it's he'll focus the... on, but he'll I'll focus on him. who is the strongest. during the series, what I saw, he focused on himself, and then he focused on whoever was just ahead at second.
1: S.O.F.M. played full tank. Rengar, do you think he played to get himself ahead? Full he was tank ahead at a certain or... point. By, like, by himself, he was ahead at to a certain point. He was very ahead. Ever okay i agree he was ahead he's literally just pure like DFT. oh yeah oh my god no one actually (laughs) uses the active on it is the reason they said they got rid of it but the reality is because the item was just stupid broken but uh i think my big problem with uh what's it called my big problem with uh but like uh, the the concept behind a lot what a lot of people are saying about the jungle diff again. If we look at it, game two it was a straight up pick to where Evelyn can't do anything. I'm not going to give SOFM credit for something that was a really good pick on the coaching staffs. Game three his Italy was terrible. I'm I'm so sad. Like like S.F.M. played terrible in Italy. There's no excusing that. We played bad like, in that and, last game too. Like there there, there, was, there was like not the worst thing ever. Obviously, I mean the last game everybody played terrible. They just completely collapsed. <laughs> but I the first two games I actually think SO played, S.F.M. played substantially better. Like if we look at the, the the purely the ganks, I think that SFM for the most part was winning out for a lot of the situations. He turned around the bot side and was able to get them back into the game. The second game, he, he was able to get on top of a lot of people. If we looked at the uh, the uh, gank inside top, he was able to auto attack, cancel Q a few times to be able to get the Ebola back on. So he could get, get the empowered bullet and be able to snare him right there. He blew a cleanse after that so he didn't have it for the next fight. Like I swear, Sword Art was living up there in top side just to freaking get Ben ahead. I think that's the reason they played a lot of aggressive picks in the bot side in the early part of the series is because of the fact that they wanted to be able to make it. They wanted to, uh what's it called? They wanted to make it to where he was not able to roam as effectively because that's the whole point of Rengar, like of, of Sword Art. He, their, their aggressive early game picks where it was straight up a laning matchup where he, if he left, you would lose him, made him irrelevant in, in terms of his play style. But again, when it came down to this, his, his second game, he was really able to land a lot of key buy, I mean, uh... uh ease onto like the back line and that essentially won them the game but uh again damon honestly individually i don't really think they played that much better but it was just such like again if you look at the the, the play the way they transitioned the way they set up everything every single dragon fight damon was there first they set up vision they had to blindly check it that especially true in game three we saw like six people straight die trying to ward baron because Damon had preemptively set up vision, cleared out all their vision, so they couldn't walk in there anything but blindly. And even a tank dies if you do that. Like, there's, there's, a, there was nothing they could do. That was really good on Damon's part. I think that Suning, 100%, one of their biggest flaws was shown that they don't actually, like, have the best ward, ward control. And that was something that Damon was able to punish. I mean, all around... The flaw
0: I saw with Suning was Sword Art consistently... Soda sort of had one way of playing the game. And, like, they all have, like, kind of one way of playing the game, though. Damwon has multiple different styles they can
1: play through. I mean, Damwon only— pl- Damwon plays the way their coaches build the comp around them. Damwon is perfect about that. I don't yeah. think their players— are the best, Like, I really don't think their players are that much better than the other Korean teams. Like, honestly, if we look at just purely skill, like, matchups, if you look at them the, on paper, their team is not that much better than Dragon X's. Yeah, somehow, and individually, on top of the fact, like, but when you look at them actually play, there's such a very big discrepancy in the way they play the game. It's always, they always approach the game differently for each team they play, and that's just what my favorite part about this team. Like, it is probably the most, most unique team I've ever seen, honestly. Does Danwon go down as one of the best teams of all time from winning the World Championship? it's in the top three, in my opinion. I, I agree with that. EssoFam played really well the first two games. His third game, he didn't land a single spear, which was just frustrating. He was always in the right spot, but he just missed a bunch of that's spears. That's weird, though. He always capitalized on all all the ganks that he never provided damage for. It like, awesome. he, okay. he, he never missed his E, though. I do want to point out. <laughs> Every single one of the shields landed on his allies, and that's all I can ask for. Like It was it was aggravating. He plays, he plays really well. It, it was a really good approach to the game. He just kind of it choked in the game three and four like it's just it's just how it is game two, the first two games I think there was a very there was a very even to very slightly in SFM's favor for the first two games but like what what can you do after the first like after that like you play really well in the third game I'm mean, second game and then they just completely change their play style again like it just depends
0: I uh, just damn were the better team on the day but not by that much though Dan- like sooning actually
1: Pushed Damwon harder than any other team at the event, which was I mean, good. It, it was, was a, a it was a team. it was a very large gap. I mean, I want to I, I want to give credit to Suning. The way it, so, Damwon plays the game is they let you they they draft a comp specifically against your favorite picks. Like essentially, they left the Leona open in the first game because they know they're going to pick it. They picked a comp specifically designed to play around it. And then the first game, they uh they they're able to get a free win, obviously, because the Damwon's not expecting them to play well into their best picks. And then the second game. They pick a comp that they're a lot better at. It's the same comp, but it's a slightly different. And then like Damwon gets to see what their next the rest of their cards are. And then by that point, they're able to completely change their playstyle. The third game, it's essentially just a completely different tone from that. And then fourth game, most of the teams collapsed. Like none of them had the mentality to be able to play the fourth game. That's that's one of the best qualities of Damwon, is just their versatility. But uh mm-hmm. And
0: also credit to Damwon, as we'll talk about later, they got into the LCK twenty twenty franchise system, moving into next year. Or so you know, I would expect so. to that I mean, <laughs> You know what'd be funny if they
1: got not made it in and they well, just won worlds. Yeah, naja and E.M. Fire apparently one of the teams said we're we're picking up the banner of Najin and E. and like just why like that's not the banner you pick up. That's like, it's like <laughs> I don't understand that. I don't I don't get that concept.
0: So but the teams uh, for Korea that won worlds were what, SKT, 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 Samsung White, and then you also have, uh, Samsung Galaxy, and you also have Damwon, so, Damwon go in there with some of the best Korean teams of all time, it's really crazy how Faker still has three world championships, oh my lord, people barely have one, this man has three, <laughs> it's- what an insane player. This man's got three, and he almost won a fourth one when he was dragging Hooney and Peanut's dead corpses to the finals.
1: Hooney was, him. like, one of the best players on that team in the, in, this, in the worlds. Like, the only good players on the team were Faker and, and Hooney. Like, My everybody God. else was terrible. Was... Bang was terrible. Like, no, yeah, that was pretty much it. Like, no one else was good besides Faker and Hooney on that, on that Season 8 team. Season, I thought Bang was pretty
0: pretty consistent. Season seven.
1: No, Bing Wing was consistently terrible. That's why he dropped. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't see a reason as to, like, there's a reason Bang is not on the team anymore. It's because of the fact that he underperformed at Worlds and for, for the most part, for most of the season. Like, he played really well that previous season, and it's just disappointing, but that's really just to be expected. They just wanted to part. go with a uh, different look. They had, had Bang forever. So you just want to go with a different look at that? That's point. just a weird way to approach things. Like you lose one season yeah. with LeBron James, and you're just like, you know what, get him out of here. No, they were they lost multiple. They had they had not been winning a lot of splits with Bang after. It's a certain not because anyway. again, you don't replace somebody just because it's a fresh look. You replace them because they're great. That's what Korea does. If you it don't win for
0: them at a certain point,
1: they replace you. Where's Faker? He's still on SKT. Even if that's Faker's
0: pedigree, that's one example. Every like, other I team, can, not them. If you don't win for them, they'd replace
1: you. Look at if you on Damwon. No, 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 no. Under- you're looking at underperformances. He underperformed, you look, and they replaced him. If instantly. you look, uh, yes, underperformances. If teams play well, do you think anybody tried to replace Smeb for, like, the majority of when Koo Tigers couldn't be SKT? No. When you looked at, uh, like, if you look at who they replaced on him in, uh, God, I don't remember that old jungler's name anymore. Who, who oh, peanut replace? Hojin, Hojin, yeah, Hojin, oh man. my that's god, crazy. I haven't, I've heard that guy in ages. Holy that's crap. why they're replace. It's you don't replace people. What do you guys think the future of T1? I think they're going to be terrible because again they have, like, just, just look at it. I think oh. that oh, I love time, your, I love your Madara
0: thumbnail. I, we never, you've never been here, Nah, hoof. A lot more, a lot true. Oh my I think
1: that, like, if you look at it right now, if you look at LS as a specific person, he has a really good mentality towards the game. He has a really good understanding of draft faces, even though I think that he's kind of set in his ways in a few things. I think that his his lack of appreciation for, like, a either a a first, I mean, what's it called? Last rotation rank, like Renekton pick. I think that he has way too much. Like ideas on that as to why it can't work, but I think I've seen it work way too many times for that to be true. But for the most part, I think it's a really good approach to the game. I think the big problem as to why he can't be a coach is just because he doesn't have the personal skills. He just doesn't know how to be a coach. Fits he
0: fits just better as a head analyst because it was said rumored that he's not going to be the head coach. He's going to be the head analyst. They're going to get a guy who's really good. That is a good really idea. there. It's going to be a guy called. It starts with a P. He's, he was dope. a. He was he's he was, he, was, he was super good at um Starcraft. Starcraft. Yeah and he has Starcraft a general team. understanding of league, and he can speak English and uh, Korean for the team. So I, I, I think it's a great idea, actually. He's always a person – I love LS, man. And he's always a person that says, oh, yeah, coaches ain't shit. Coaches don't do this. Coaches don't do that. All right, put your money where your mouth is, and you actually do it then. Because yeah, it that doesn't mean it's a good I mean, choice. I mean, it's very easy to say you can do all these things coaches can't. Now you're going to – okay, I want to see what he can do because I don't I wanna like – if you are someone who always constantly talking shit about people, and when you're put into the position to actually put your money where you mouth this,
1: I want to see why if you can this, do it. Why is this a good choice for SKT? I mean, you're, you're saying it's good he, for he, LS because... You he's like... actually Well, to be fair, in terms of Org, like if you know about his backstory, he's
0: been with T1 when they were called SKT for a very long time. Since he was... the Star Wars days. was LS... kind of...
1: He's kind of known them for a very long time, though. Ellis was really bad on his previous challenger team. He tried to import people, and all around they fell apart completely. I think if we look at his 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 drafting phase, obviously, is a good mentality towards it. If he is the head analyst, I think maybe it has a good like he might have a good idea on that. He does have a good approach to the drafting phase, but. Does he know how to swap up midway through a drafting phase? Again, he can do retrospective kind of things and see, wow, this was picked. This was a bad idea. But can he do it on the spot in the middle of the drafting phase? Because we haven't seen that. He makes predictions what he thinks could happen. Mm-hmm. But he's never actually preemptively something new pops up. Does he know exactly how to predict the beginning half of a drafting phase? I don't know if he does. I don't know if he 100% does. I think Damon's patience was well,
0: the key. Well, you're a new guy. Lazy Turtle. Yeah. I think Damon's patience was the key the other two lpl teams lacked because in 3 out of 4 games sooning found a way to come back through four skirmishes around dragon soul but damwon just all the yeah I, I i agree i i think sooning played as well as they could they were just playing a much better team though like damwon even though sooning had better skirmishes damwon just had much better team fighting every single time sooning got a great skirmish damwon capitalized all the way better team fighting there was that dragon fight i mentioned before with it's the azir too. yeah with the uh, azir game? Uh, yeah it was Angel playing Azir. Like, they had a great flank position with Angel on Azir. what just, just played the team fight better. They okay, just played the team fight better. What's up? What you want to pre- finish
1: that? You finish it up. I'll wait.
0: I, I just personally think that, you know, you can have great skirmishes, but Angel, being a younger player, he wasn't thinking about the numbers, the TP flank. He wasn't thinking that Canyon was still alive. He probably thought, oh, yeah, I'll go in with Azir. I got three soldiers. I got my hourglass.
1: I can kill all three of them. No, that works when they got stopwatches. Okay, you know, no, he wasn't really. They taking able to consideration do of that? It's, no, it was it had. It, the stop really didn't do it. I think the big reason as to why it didn't work out is because they separated a lot. If you look at it, there's a lot of either separations and a lot of the, the grouped up on the tank side. So they weren't able to fully get onto the back side of it. And on, t- and on top of the fact, that was terrible. And Suning was trying to delay the dragon, but the secondary TP from Wukong right afterwards. What was that? Like I don't even understand that. That was that was idiotic. That was a terrible TP on their part. Like literally discoordination. You can see well, the, it, it shows their um. That that nervousness of being a
0: rookie and all, being on the big stage. Because the difference with these games and the finals and the difference between the finals and the other games they played, there's a big difference, actually. You know what the difference is? There was a giant crowd looking at you.
1: It was about 5,000 people. 5,000? 5, that's I, a lot of people. That's, that's not, still a lot of they people. They have played on the stage in front of, like, thirty to 40,000 people. I'm just saying, though.
0: Like, I think they made a lot of worse plays because they were, like, in front of a hometown crowd they knew there was a ton of pressure on them because they made a lot of uncharacteristic mistakes they didn't even make in any of
1: the rounds before well the reason again i'll point it out right now again preemptively setting up direct baron before the dra- um, vision before the dragons every single time they walked in blindly every single dragon fight and that is the reason they always had bad flanks that's the reason they always relate to these things they always got a pick before the dragon fight because they set up the vision which meant that they always had they always had an a, a, over, like a four v five or something like that. If we look at the zero play, if you look at the specific play, they they hundred percent spread out for them. It was, it was a, I think it was a spread out on their part. But for the most part, they spread out so like zero couldn't really do anything. They collapsed on him immediately when he went out because it was obvious what he was doing. Like no one fell for it. Shen had a like, for the most part, did what he could. But all they had, they didn't have the damage. They shouldn't have went for that. Like there was no way it was gonna work. Even if he got got a really good play on that, Wu They wanted to delay because they wanted to try and stall for the, the Wu to be able to get there because it's. Um, TP was almost up, Mm -hmm. but again, like it was, it was impatience on their part. I agree with that. Like they, they hundred percent forced a play that they shouldn't have. And instead of waiting for the Wukong, they all died preemptively. And there was a lot of plays. If we look at, um, if we look at in game one, in terms of just like the second dragon or so that he got a really good flank onto, uh, onto, uh, nuclear, like nuclear, he got, he got a straight up full combo that Leona did, but no one was close enough to follow up by the time he got out of the combo. Wukong f- had to flash over full range with his ult already going and wasn't able to kill him off, and the, the ADC like the rest of the team never got to it. Mm-hmm. Like they got the dragon for it, but like it costed them two two more kills. Like a lot of the things, if we look like in, in, the gold was in favor of Sooning for a large majority of the first game, like, for the beginning half of it. Mm-hmm. Like I'm disappointed in the way the execution, but again, it's it's understandable. Damwon, I mean, Sooning never went against the team that had this much ward ward coverage in the beginning half of the of the uh, the uh, group stage. They never win against somebody who had this quality amount of uh, ward coverage in any of the the uh, other re- the uh, other matches besides this one. This match straight up decimated them. They had, they were always like they were straight up uh, out uh, out visioned. They got outplayed on their specific aspect of the game. I- I'm disappointed. Like. It's, it's not the worst thing ever, though. I think there's a lot of good qualities that they actually showed. I think there's a lot. Guys, at- this
0: man didn't even have them winning the group in first place in his predictions. He's been
1: watching SOF for years, and it's like, my time to <laughs> shine with him. You put yeah. G2 over him. Yeah, but I mean, look at it. Look at stupid, like, s- sort of going into the regular season. If you look at the reason they lost the top esports is because they per- they got, like, what's his name, got permagank top. Ben got permagank top and mm-hmm. bought- lost on their own and now bot lane is somehow winning like that's not something i could predict they can't just they just turned it on during worlds and that's just it's going into worlds i didn't expect it like you just can't go in there knowing this mm.
0: then so moving on to ls joining t1 potentially i think it's a good thing i think ls is always someone i mean he's not a nice guy you can tell by talks i don't know how he has friends but people he's like that have
1: friends meaning he's condescending two different things like he's just obnoxious
0: i think he i think he'd be a great person for a head analyst but i think that also is going to be a missed thing on the broadcast i'll miss him having him on the broadcast but people gotta factor in you're always gonna find someone else anyway broadcasters get shifted in and out
1: happens all the time he was never as good a broadcaster as monty though like i want to put like i just never enjoyed him as much like, his, his jokes were never as clever. he's, he's just he wasn't as good as a person. And that's why I thought he couldn't work as a coach. But I thought he was the, the coach. The issue with being a coach is you have
0: to make a player buy into what you're bringing. How's he gonna, how is he gonna make Faker buy
1: into what he's saying? I mean, he doesn't have a choice. I mean, I think that's one of the good things about Korea is the fact that you literally do as the coach says, and that's just how it works. And that's just they have so much power over them that's then, one of you know
0: what you know what Ellis could do when he when people say he doesn't know what he's talking about on <laughs> when he's streaming he'd be like hey faker come here Faker says hi this <laughs> it's some extra gangster shit like that <laughs> okay so if anybody who's watching oh, so there's 10 people watching right now if you aren't subscribed to the channel please subscribe hit the like button we're actually once at 10 likes today thank you so much um we'll still have episodes for this in the off season. It's going to be a lot more different stuff we'll talk about, but there'll still be episodes of this. Um, C9 FanCast should be recorded this week, actually, but we're, we're going out of town because I got to go get my girlfriend, actually. <laughs> so the C9 FanCast will be pre-recorded on Thursday, actually, and I'll be up like around Friday or, you know, Saturday. But the offseason is heating up because uh, Kedrel is also going to be taking a step back from pro play, and he's going to be also leaving XL Esports. I think Cajero is a great player. Um, but I think people liked his casting personality that was on the uh, world's desk this um, past event. So I think it's the best of both worlds, actually, for him. But I think that if you're taking a step back from pro play this early, he might not just return. But there's a good shot that, you know, him missing pro play, he'll just come back maybe the following year. There's always a possibility. But um, if he feels like he can. Have a great chance at being a caster, that's fine. Because a lot of casters have said it's much more uh fun to, to talk about League of Legends rather than play it. And that's all up to personal opinion because they still actually still play the game, just not competitively. So What's up? Hello, Shock Chase. I love your Monga Kill Shardgun picture. Will you do more videos about the rumors of the offseason? Yes, sir, yes, sir. I actually just put out one about 20 mm. minutes ago, actually, which is what we're talking about actually right now because your boy always got the scoops. Let's go. Oh, Zerk says he's joining Immortals, actually.
1: That's terrible, but I think that I, Right? That's the state jungler! <laughs> I mean, Zerksy's a better version of... I mean, that's the same thing, essentially. No, no, no. Xsmithy is a worse jungler than Zerx. I think that's the reality that the, they They might jungle, as well have just gone Santorin. That's the same thing. And it's, it's not improved them. You can't just get whatever jungler you want. You get what, what is option, I mean, optional for you. The, the reason I think this is bad is because it's an import slot, and he's just not good. Like, if he was an NA natural person, I'd be like, wow, that was a good pickup. But it's not. I mean, it's, there, there's... A lot of other options again he's not going to get you the world stage there's no reason to import if you're not trying to win get into worlds and he just doesn't have the potential for it like Zerkse say was a good jungler he was really good in the t- two seasons ago or it or was great last... when he came into unicorns of love that first that first year it was fantastic all around there's, there's absolutely no reason i would keep Zerkse say in like in my eyes as a, as an import candidate because again Imports are usually meant to be able to get you to that next step of man. We're we're a good team, but we're even better. You're a bad team right now. Why are you importing somebody who's not gonna who's gonna make you slightly better? But now you can't train anybody because you have an, a limited time where you can actually you have use for him. And then like like limited time, he can actually be useful. And then he kind of falls off. By the time he becomes, you have a good team around him. Like Xerxes is probably not gonna be good anymore because he's already started going on a downhill trajectory. There's no reason to have Xerxe on this team. I think Xerxe, again. He's a better version. He's a better player than uh, 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 X Smithy was, but really it doesn't matter that much. I, I think mean, he's a doesn't...
0: better player than X but he's still the same player. Like if you can understand what I'm saying. Like I don't think he fixes their problems if he's the same player. He's a better. He's a better player than X but he's he has the same way. They do the same things of looking at the game. It's like this, It's like night and
1: day. Night night and day different. are opposites. You mean it's it's like. What, what, it's what like you know? PM there, and PM. There we go. There we go. It's night and night. And I like that. <laughs> I, I think all our, like I think you know what? Whatever. Like they're they're obviously not making steps to be a good organization. So I feel like somebody who is not watching the league scene is making this, this decisions for them. <laughs> like it just it just like everything they do just just blows my mind when they brought in like a what's his name last year Soez. Soaz and all these people and what is this team doing? And now oh they swapped out for rookies. I was like, that was a really good move. And now they're bringing in, like, uh, Xerxe. And now I'm just more confused than Xerxe's I was last. is the, pers- the only person confirmed on the roster, oh, rumored to be on the roster so far. If they literally keep... What if they just had soas Xerxe, and some other rest of the team? Like, I would just be aggravated. Like, all of this progress you made by picking up a lot of good rookies who actually, I think, made moderately good steps. If you have the right coaching staff, I think both Linsanity... And uh, what's his name in top lane? Oh, Linsanity, Alorum. I think both of these players could be good with the, if they were in Cloud Nine, they would have both been pretty solid players. But they didn't develop properly because their approach to the game is still as 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 refined as it was back in a um, academy. Like all around, I think that. If you want to make this team good, you don't you don't go by bringing in imports unless it's a good player, like it just like it's like a world class player. That's when you bring in imports. If you can't get a world class player, I think I think this is why also uh, TL won't do as
0: good as most people are thinking because they're gonna have Santorin. Santorin does not fix Team Liquid's problems,
1: not at all. They are a better team because they can play versatile, like versatile, the versatile things now. I couldn't <laughs> say. For the like, just look at it. One through one comps. Essentially, if you can play one through one comp, you can transition into early game comps. The reason they couldn't do that is because Impact could not play anything but tanks, and he could and he could play Xian aggressively for the most part. Really, that really only leaves you with one option to be able to play a one through one comp. If you have the ability to play early game aggressive top lane champions that are laning better, they're get, you're going to draw a lot of pressure top side. You have the ability to play through top side which means that you have the ability to go for Rift Terrells and you have the ability to transition mid-game into forcing them to be able to have to react to him in the side lane so you can have more warp control in the objectives. Like, with that, you're able to speed up the process of the game, but, like, they are a better team. They just, picking up Santorin, just kind of gets them a slightly better jungler that doesn't really address the the heart of what actually is jungling in this meta. If Spring Split comes back, and we, we see Santor in the spring split playoff game where he doesn't gank at all, you're going to rip all your hair off your head. I mean, he ganked. He just never initiated it, which just actually in four games or five games of play, how do you not gank once? This man you not this up all year. Time. You're in November. and this he so up to you know. May. Look up since May. I give credit to Santor. And I always give credit to Santor. But how <laughs> does he get so much credit for being an amazing jungler when he doesn't do the ganking aspect of it? That's like literally the most important aspect. He just doesn't do it, he just forgets that that's half of the jungling thing. And you know, what? <laughs> a little bit, I miss Xerxe from UL days. It seems like his... <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, See, with his hair, he
1: also lost his power. He was an iron legend and played many new jungle champs, then turned into nothing special jungler on other teams. I, I personally think that was just origin, and because okay, so where he played on origin and splice.
0: Yeah, two primarily slow, horrible mid-game teams. These teams are snails. They don't do shit. Is and there I really? I think that made him worse, honestly. Because he was—he
1: played fast on Unicorns of Love when he first came in. It's true. I mean, it's just how it is. I mean, just look at a—like, is there no other option? Better options in an A? Yes. I mean, Zenskarin, literally Zenskarin. Yeah, Zenskarin would probably be a better option. By Blabber. I'm not—I'm not saying
0: Blaber is the best option, but hey, you want to have a faster gameplay, Bla- Blabber will give it for you.
1: Blabber will do it. Lost his power with his hair. That's the. This is such <laughs> a good way to look at it. I would say take Svenskeren, honestly. Also, you can't just take him. Again, if he's not on the table, you're not going to be. Able I mean, to get
0: him. you know, I, I'm just saying, like, if they – because they always have options to do it. They always have options for buying out. Yeah, buyout but the team like – they
1: can buy out, but if the team doesn't want to give him up, he's not going to get him. Evil Genius – The right amount of money will always sway people. I'm just they, saying, though. You cannot get him against – like, Evil Genius is – If I gave cold. you the right amount of money, you would give me your headset right now. I would. If you gave me enough—the thing about it is, Evil Geniuses is very close to world championship caliber. If you look at the, the process, it's like $2 million for these players to be able to play on these teams. Like, there's a legit reason— oh. my god, don't do that again. <laughs> oh my—G—why?
0: why Oh my! God. I'm. You said they're movie. close to being world championship
1: caliber. You blasphemy,
0: man. What are you I talking about? I said
1: world, ch- like world caliber. They can make it to worlds, not win world championships. I'm not. That's not something I say about NA teams. <laughs> <laughs> oh was what will happen in the next season in terms of item builds? We start. I I agree. I'm excited to see. I think one of my most into, it seems like T1 as an org doesn't really like to play fast pace. They actually, again, if you look at Rift Rift Rivals, they they were the fastest paced team there. They picked up – they made the largest majority of fast-paced decisions in the early game. They just fell off a planet after a while, and just – they kept consistently dying, making mistakes. Like, they, they pushed the pace of it. Now, he's – gave me he said T – he said T, TL and he's – yeah. Oh, I yeah. thought that was T1. That's my bad. Fast-paced tail, even Jack has been going for a slow match. No, no, no. Again, that's what I'm saying. With, with the ability – again, this is how – one through ones actually speed up the process. Because one through ones come online in 1-2 to two items for the top laner, and that's when they start going. Bruisers come online with that... Yeah, 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 you get good. I, I just misunderstood. With with two item power spikes in, like, a Fjord with a, a, a Trinity Force and a, a finished Ravidus Hydra, C essentially could draw so much macro... I mean, map pressure inside of the bot lane. Like, if you look at the statistics, like, this is one of This is the single most aggressive like top laner out of EU. He had, he was in first place for a CS differential da- damage shares, uh, uh, damage per minute kill participation. He was second, like all of these things, like first blood, like all, like everything happened around top side in games that he was in because he was essentially the best laning top laner in all of EU. But the reason as to why I think this will pick it up again, he's going to push up. He's going to be a lot more aggressive in the early game, which means that they can either start ganking top or they can lose. Like, Like, (laughs) if they don't don't help out Afari, I think he's going to really mess up this team. But, like, for the most part, he's going to push the pace in the early game by winning his lanes a lot more often than Impact ever was able to get to be. When he comes online in the mid-game with his two-item power spike, he's going to be able to draw a lot of pressure in the side lane, so they're able to really kind of essentially have less options to be able to go bring their top laner or mid laner, whoever they have options. I mean, uh, answer him. They have to answer to him, and they're going to be able to get a lot more pressure on the objectives with that because, again – they obviously don't team fight as well, but when they're when they're online in that that kind of specific area, they drop They just make they make the enemy team have to react a lot more. Like I'm expecting them to be a lot more fast paced this season purely because of this pickup. Like the one thing I do want to say is the fact that he's on this team means that Santor is going to have to gank for top and bot because both of these teams essentially are the identities of this this team, and Jensen's going to have to take the back seat a lot more often with ganks. This is also the
0: reason why I actually hate that import rules actually exist. Because let's say hypothetically, if import rules didn't exist, if TL got Xerxe instead of Santorin, I
1: think that would work better for Alfari. I I just want to point out if 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 import slots didn't work, an NA org would just be a brand at this point. Hey, it's North America, little... the country North America is all about accepting different. Did races you just say land? the country
0: North America? The United States of North America no. accepts all races anyway, so LCS should accept all races of people. It's not...
1: whatever man. What do I you want?
0: It. A team full of white people? It's... they're literally European. That's fine! I... We accept different races of people I'm... anyway! I'm not, I'm not even gonna... The country Just... literally... this continent that we are in literally accepts anybody and everybody. I don't see why the LCS has this thing like, where they literally... can't accept
1: that an informational channel and you just said those <laughs> words to me I'm not even gonna say what I had a problem with <laughs> with, the, with the item whole viability cha- jungle champs maybe more champs new rework right now the PvE, for example Bambi Center increases damage by 200 percent making jump clear faster what the look at later like this the, the reason that this is actually gonna be happening with the jungle right now is because you really don't have to build a jungle like item that's the big big actual aspect of it. T will be the front-runner for the OCS, though the, Team Liquid is the favorites by far, right? Like I don't
0: else? I don't know, like, because this is the type of roster where, where people say, yeah, it's going to be the best. I, I can only say that when I see the other rosters. I'm not yeah, saying yeah. it right now. I'm just saying, um, like, on not People gotta factor in, Cloud9's always a contender, even though you people don't like counting them, they're always a contender. TSM's always a contender, even though they sometimes finish dog shit in splits sometimes they're they're finishing like 6, they're always a contender. I I, I just want to see the, all the rosters first before I, I just, say who's a contender. I just want to if out. the
1: rumors are true and TSM get Licorice, hmm, that's uh it's not an upgrade though. Like yeah. Licorice was literally like worse broke he was literally worse than Broken Blade recently. It's like a side grade at, at, at worst. I'm just like, like... That, that doesn't make them a better team. Why would you why would you be like, "Oh, now I'm hyped up for TSM?" Because Licorice mm-hmm. 100% I think was better for a large majority of his career, but was not better in this previous split. Like I just think all around there's literally nothing on paper TSM could do to make them better than team like TSM. They team might, team well, right there's now. rumors of Licorice
0: impact. There's a there's a lot of things on the table. They they, they could go with
1: the new bot lane. If they go with Impact they're a worse team. <laughs> it's, just, it's the worst People team. Always say new that ball. but Impact always wins splits though. Yeah, you know and he never wins lanes against Broken Blade or Licorice. He always loses them. He loses against somebody. He loses he's always the one holding the trophy, though, so that, that's all that yeah, matters. Yeah, because he's on the super teams. <laughs> Literally saying Javel McGee is an LN. Yeah, like,
0: yeah, I beat you in lane, but now who's, who's always sitting at home watching the finals on the computer?
1: Licorice and Broken Blade. In fact, holding the trophy. I'm just yeah, saying, because though. he's on the better teams, you don't, you don't get to be the better player because you're on the better teams. That just means that you fit this team well, and that's fine. But that doesn't mean you're the better player, and that's just the reality of how it works. He would not make TSM better. He's definitely not better than, I'm just kidding. He's not that better than Broken Blade or Licorice. I just think all around, if we're going to look at teams that could be better, we could look at upgrades inside. Like, I don't even know what NA's doing. I mean, uh, what's it called? TSM's doing for... Oh, you know what Bwippo said? After Bwippo made the 2018 World
0: Championship Finals, he said 100 Thieves offered him $2.4 to come over. That would have been terrible. He
1: literally was, like, why would you literally are not even upgrading? You had someday. That's the whole point of why you were a good team. Like, you're just getting another strong top laner. And I wonder was, how someday would we'll feel about that, knowing he carried their ass. He was literally carrying them all season, and they're like, you know what, let's just get another top laner, even though we obviously already have a strong top laner and we can't make it work. Like, Under Thieves is just the weirdest thing. It's like they never even – he was the last place in the EU this split. Oh. Yeah, I see. I, I think Nick is making a joke right now, but I think all around – like, what aggravates me the most is the fact that, like – they I just have... understand why they would want. No, like he was good in 2018 though. So was Sunday. Sunday was like the best player, in they they all fun with off limits and Mister I just get you having fun? <laughs> this. <laughs> what is <laughs> I happening? Like, I
0: feel like, I feel like that's what all you think. Anybody tries to have fun, I feel like that's you.
1: You're the anti-fun monitor. Tell me right now why you would be like, you know, what, we have Sunday, so let's just get even. Even if he's slightly better, you didn't Google, address the problem. So it is someday now. Someday Now, he, he has sp- spoken English for years now. Those are where Caps and Perks goes. The rumor is that one of them is leaving. He, yeah, he, I heard he, Perks is going to um, uh, Fanatic right now. That is the biggest rumor right now. So, That's the-
0: so what ended up happening yesterday was that they might be keeping Perks. So, actually, let's make that discussion Perks or Caps? So, as you guys have, so has anybody in the chat seen Twilight, Vampire Diaries? We have Love Triangles, right? So now Carlos is in a Love Triangle with Perks and Caps who do you keep the franchise player who's literally been here since g2 was called gamers 2 when they obviously came in as a challengers team or do you keep caps the best western player probably of all time at this point who do you keep i'm saying there's actually to be fair even if this is a love triangle
1: there's no wrong answer though because they're both incredible they're both actually incredible the reason that I think the one one of the most amazing things about G two is their ability to bounce back from pretty much anything. They have the best mentality when it comes to it. When they come when it comes to their approach to the game, they always bounce back from an o2 and that's something that I appreciate about them. And I'm I i do not know if that's to attribute if it's attributed to perks. I think I would keep him. Like that's one of the strengths of G two is their ability to play from behind and play from these deficits. But if it's if it's not perks is falling, it's, it's like Mickey X is doing it all. I would keep Gabs because he's obviously the better player, but. It all comes down to what is happening behind the scenes. Get to the final decision where our play. It's it's essentially a combined thing. If they're still in contract, the coaches get to pick. You cannot go anywhere if you're in contract. It's usually always the owners who get to decide the final final say. But it's you know no the players can't do anything unless the owners. Yeah, play
0: play. Yeah, literally, it's Carlos's decision he chooses perks, or he chooses caps now to be fair like i don't want to make this sound bad but it's not there's no bad there's no wrong answer here there really Dude, isn't I, because, I point- like but, but the problem is if you give away caps you make another team insanely stronger i do want to point that out you make another team way better
1: if you give them yeah. caps you also make somebody stronger if you give them perks like i just think you you really well, need-
0: eh, kind of yeah but it's more or less so Perks has won 9 perks has won 9 titles actually that's ridiculous! Holy shit! I just, this man um, has won nine, nine titles. He is a leader. Caps also has won so many different titles. He, now it depends. Like Perks is a leader. Caps is not. Can you mold Caps into, into being a leader? If you yeah. can mold Caps into being a leader, I would just keep Caps.
1: In. You're born. Like I honestly feel like one of the few things that you can't actually teach somebody is leadership capabilities. Never, I, are you sure? I, yeah, I've never. I mean, there's, there's leadership seminars and stuff, but a lot of people are born with these capabilities. Is because charisma is not something you kind of learn. It's something that you're kind of like, again. a lot of people are born with. It's like, it's like why you can't get girls is because you weren't born with the charisma needed for it. But like, I think the biggest thing I like about, uh, I I think I have a problem with is whether or not actually perks is going to be the one that we actually see like being the leader of this team, because obviously leadership capabilities are the biggest quality that a team actually needs. If you want to look at the reason that teams actually don't succeed on the, on the international stage, even when they have the talent to is because, they don't have somebody that is willing to be there to be able to bounce them back from a loss. A lot of people, it's it's like it's where it's, uh,
0: Broxo was and Corey JJ was from Team Liquid when they were yeah. like pretty much already out. Yeah. So you, like just, you you you. So you think G two need a need, need a player like that? I don't know if Perks does. That. I don't know what happens behind the scenes. I have no idea. I assume. He, he just, let's just say he does for argument's sake. How, okay. Yeah. Like, what if Perks goes up against someone like Showmaker or someone like fucking I don't know Knight. What, what did, it. did caps do better against showmaker? Showmaker. There,
1: just, I, I so would rather have caps in that situation.
0: Caps you would not want
1: to have Perks versus literally a sire- I, I I don't know anything about what happens behind the scenes. I'm gonna I'm gonna pretend like we're just on argument sake. We're gonna say he is the leader because again, if you look at the endgame uh, end game scene in terms of just when they were playing against uh, Damon and they lost, Perks was still smiling. And-, and Caps was just like broken. He was angry, just like it wasn't really straight that's up. Oh, you would be. Cause Cause
0: you're I- like, oh, yeah. You should be frustrated after you losing.
1: Yeah, I hundred percent <laughs> agree with that, though. I think that's a better aspect in terms of just competition wise. But again, the leader has to has to try and bounce the Mac, or you're never going to mentally prepare. That's the leader's job on-, on the team. You could be broken up on the inside, but you can't show it outwardly. And That's what I think that Perks actually is able to do. Like, I'm I'm thinking honestly, if it is the fact that Perks is a leader, I would keep Perks perks because obviously a leader like again league is a full mentality game if you go into like a solo queue game and you're like man i'm frustrated today you lose like six games in a row and you keep playing you're just going to consistently lose that was me yesterday who lost four games straight pre-15 minutes compare how caps tilted versus what you lost four games pre-15 never mind (laughs) whatever compare how (laughs) caps rookie wall perks lost with grace in 2018 it's just it it is it is what it is though. Like honestly, that's just some people have the qualities, some people don't. I don't the blame caps at all. It's like you're able to lose and be frustrated with it, especially when you play poorly. Because again, losing is one of the most frustrating things for a competitive person. Mm. Like, it's, well, it's especially for
0: G two because G two are obviously on top right now. And giving up caps is gonna make another another team better. Whether you give caps to Fnatic? or any other team in the lec he's going to make that team better and that team's going to be a competitor for g2 that's that's the issue with it and perks let's say perks goes to Fnatic, and he replaces nemesis that means potentially eu has two other great world's caliber teams they could be sending that are even stronger than they are right now and the issue with that is um, would Perks ever want to go to Fnatic? I mean, I think after all the all these many years, Perks should go to another, another team and see if he can make that team really good. Because if you if you're factoring in legacy, and if you want to really solidify Perks as one of the best Western players ever, imagine going to the Rival Org, winning championships on the Rival Org, and then going to Worlds. The same though. That would also like if you're talking about legacy. I do it. I go to Fnatic. And if the the issue here, I, what I don't think should go to North America. You automatically tell me you don't want
1: to wait if you come here in your North America. Just go to Fnatic. Just go to Fnatic. Why would he go to TSM? That's stupid. Like who is it? LEC? Wool- it's somebody who actually has made a few. Like I, I remember him popping up last year and all that stuff. But I don't know if it's one hundred percent true. I like. It seems like somebody that's behind the scenes. But again, I have no insider information on him specifically. So hopefully, oh. it's.
0: Hi Ichi Locos, how you doing?
1: Uh, LEC Locos,
0: He um he was right about a few things so many years ago, and re recently too last year. In Esports Manicaus, he was also re- really credible too. Esports Manicaus um broke the news about Mythi being uh Fanatics head coach last year and a lot of the other LEC rumors too, because they're in that type of community where he gets like a lot of the, the information. He just he does it where like he says it as a rumor, but it's actually true.
1: That's kind of his thing. Okay, so think about it like this. It, it's not just... Even if it doesn't happen, doesn't mean that Fnatic was not talking to Perks because there's going to be a lot of... The, all these teams are going to be talking to him at once. That just means so Carlos said he was crazy, basically. I mean, Carlos... I don't know. I mean, I don't know if Carlos... Carlos obviously knows more than this guy does, so who knows? Caps back to Fnatic, but get reckless. Why would reckless leave, though? Like, reckless... I mean, honestly, if they had a perks and reckless i think they'd be a a substantially better team than they are now but again it all like i don't know how good perks is at mid lane anymore like he did pretty decently in the spring split but he was obviously a slight downgrade from uh, caps did you just leave me is he gone (laughs) like all what is that you really just got up just to pull up a shirt like that what are you doing man Nah, I hate when people kept defending Nemesis being on Fanatic when he was losing at and even though TSM gave Nemesis his best champion. Like, I don't know. No, they, Nemesis didn't really lose that. Late. Nemesis actually popped off against TSM, I feel like. It wasn't like a pop-off, but he obviously looked a lot better because, again, they gave not only F, like the two best characters on each one of their best, like the two most impactful characters on like, two players, like best best Lucian on... He's the best Lucian. Or his best champion is... Oh, Lucian. this was their... This was their their MSI jersey from Thank last year. Thank you for year. telling me that. His his best champion was Lucian, and his best champion is Eve. Like I agree that he wasn't great, but again, like for the most part, like we saw a lot of these players. No one amounted to, no one really kept up with uh like all these international like players. Like we saw Caps really did not. Never said one bad split, and he's getting flamed so hard. I mean, he he didn't just he did have two bad splits. I think his entire year was pretty bad. I think he played really well. In the playoffs. I think that's really where he bounced back on his Lucian. He actually straight up dumpstered like dumpstered G2 in their first series because like all around, I think, especially in that last game, he stopped, he solo stopped a backdoor twice. Like Nemesis, I think he showed a lot of talent in his first season. I still think he has potential, so I'm not gonna give I wouldn't give up on him. But at the same time, he, there was obviously a big discrepancy. And the reason they weren't able to win is because of the difference between him and the uh, him and Knight. Like Knight straight up beat him in the later half of the game, but again, Self made also lost in terms of the jungle matchup, so you can't really only blame him. I think all, like... Or the a guy with his engine on, just keep going for a little bit longer. It's fine. Like, I don't know what the actual, like, identity of, like, Fnatic is going to be without him, but again, I think that a weak side mid laner is not, the like, the optimal way to play right now. And that seems to be what Nemesis does. It's not that... It's really not that loud. You're fine. It's, it's really... It's, it's moderately quiet. You should be fine. But uh, I think a weak side mid laner, um, especially... In, for me... Um, I personally think
0: that a lot of people are, I, I brought this up before, I'm gonna do a solo video on this. I think people are like actually in love with some of these players. And I, I'm not trying to be mean, but like a lot of what people like about players comes from YouTube content. Do you like a player because of their gameplay and league? Or do you like them from the content that produce on YouTube? Because I, I think people should separate the two. If you actually separate the two, Nemesis played bad the entire year. It, he was just, it was only just more, it was just only more exacerbated I was just about at that. worlds,
1: though. Maybe, maybe with the meta next year, maybe weak side mid are like the meta. And I would literally have a Nemesis to that because he plays that well. But like, he plays the Galio and like he can have the pocket pick Lucian if you need to carry. But like, for the most part, he doesn't have a strong champion pool when it comes to carry mid He really does play supportive mid a lot more often. I don't know what's going to be meta next year. It's not. Really, It really makes it seem like a lot of these characters are going to be strong, so I'm not sure who's going to come out on top until I actually experience it. Like, I have not played on PvE at all. I have no idea. I don't know what seems to be meta. I mean, Tank's of like, seem to be Nemesis
0: best. was worse than Bjergsen? <laughs> what?
1: Like- no, he was not. Bjergsen was substantially worse than Nemesis this world's. Like it's not, I not. I, I, I mean, before Worlds, Bjergsen was better than Nemesis crunch all year, though. Yeah, but Bjergsen was better than a lot of midlaners, like
0: going into Worlds. Like it's just you not said, that bad. Nemesis, you said Bjergsen was better than Shea. Shea beat his ass every single time they faced this Worlds.
1: I mean, Shea didn't really like again. Shea beat everybody this Worlds besides. He was
0: actually like, the, pretty good. He actually I, got. A, he he, he it up during Worlds. Well.
1: I still think Shea wasn't better than Bjergsen most of the year. He's a very. She is a very weird player. He's a good mid Like No one's denying that. I just thought that Berkson looked better for most of the majority of the season. But again, he did not look better at this Worlds. So I'm not going to try and refute that aspect. And this has had no champion. But... Well, it's just look about, look about it like this. Like if you look at FlyQuest, literally 90% of their games, they resort to Orianna. It's not always about champion pool. It's about how you impact the game on specific champions. Like you can have a pretty decent meta pool. But again, if they don't ban your Orianna, you're going to play it. That's what FlyQuest does every single situation they can. They always pick Oriana when they can. That's what I disliked about like FlyQuest, but it seemed to succeed for them. Even in the world stage, it was okay. Yeah. Bjorkson always falls on his face at worlds. I, I don't think it's happened every single time. I just think specifically this is the worst I've ever seen him. Well, Look count them. 2014. He played. Pretty well. 2015, he played
0: insanely well. 2016.
1: I think he played fine in 2016. 2016
0: 2017. Fine. Because in 2016, I remember. I remember this, actually. He got his ass kicked by Crowd in that second week, though. Everybody. No yeah, Crown
1: was like the best mid laner in 2016. Like, he was one of the what, best mid laners in the He played up against Shaohu, lost. Shahu was. Well, I mean, to be fair, Shao beat most of the Western mid laners that he faced. Then
0: you also have. Yeah, he beat. um... Uh, what was that shitty ass splice mid laner they had a long time ago? Sandcoats? I don't remember that. Yeah, he beat the. Was show it, it Senkox? It was Senkox, Yeah, I remember. No, it. I'm just saying, like those both those he, middle. He, he played all right in 2016.
1: He played all right. 2017, just, he, played, was, he played. fine. 2018, he wasn't there. and 2019, 2019 wasn't there? there. This wasn't there. The 2020 is a big old world. giant fail. It was, it's terrible worlds. I think that it really, it really amounted to. Honestly, if we look at it, the the, the strength of G two is is kind of the weakness of uh, Fina- uh, TSM. They're not able to bounce back from losses and all this stuff. And I think that's the reason is that Bjergson was never a leader. He was just a good player. But he tried to take up the leadership mantle, and that's well, why this team struggled so much. Reginald tried to mold him into being a leader. You know, Reginald's not a leader himself. He's just a person who barks orders. That's a completely different situation. You can't mold somebody being a leader. Like, that's just the reality of how leaderships work. Like, Reginald actually is somewhat of a leader. Again, I think he takes charge a lot, and that's why you could consider it. Where does free agency start? November 16th, actually, 16th. where it officially starts.
0: So that's when all the rumors that you guys heard, some will be confirmed, some will be pretty much disbanded, actually. Uh, the ones that you can pretty much count on, if ESPN already, already reported on um, these things this sh- already, like Alfari going to Team Liquid, uh, Oda Wamne going to Rogue, which I think is going to be a big benefit for them, actually. Um, that's pretty much it. Yeah, a- 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 Anything ESPN reported on is probably already going to happen, so don't be surprised at that.
1: Oda- Rogue looks substantially worse this year, actually. Like no, no,
0: they no. Got, I, I I think that they would be substantially better next year with uh Oda Did you remember who
1: they got rid of? Finn. They got no, no 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 no, not just him. They didn't confirm a few other players on that team, and I can't remember. Oh, they who got was that. they also got rid of Vander. That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was like the, one of the best players on that team. It wasn't it wasn't just Vander, was it? It was two players. Finn and think, Vander. That'll be two. No, no, no. I'm, I'm not counting Finn as a player. There's somebody, Finn and Vander. Was, I'm not counting Finn. I think somebody else didn't come back. Vander. See. If you continually say Finn after I said I didn't count him, Van, I'm going kill you. do you listen? Finn and Vander I, are two people you said, I right? Specifically, when you said that to me, I said I don't count Finn as a player, and you just kept saying Finn. I do not count Finn as a player, and you said two people. This I man's crazy, guy. I am not counting him as a human, and you just kept saying his name, and that drove me crazy right there. I hate you. Senkux flopped on Gambit. Senkux was on Gambit?
0: Oh shit, they wasted half a Spring. Alright, maybe Spring doesn't matter if they're playing fucking Senkux, holy shit.
1: Let me see.
0: What do you guys what? think of Mr. Beast's rumors of owning a team? Who's
1: Mr. Beast actually? I know people kept bringing him up. Mr. Um, Beast is just some guy who gives away money on YouTube. I don't know anything more about him that than that. That's like literally the most I know about him.
0: But again, that's what h- he got. What's up? Uh, so Rogue without Vander is not a good move. Yeah, I don't think Vander was their issue. Vander, I don't think was their issue at all. It's always weird how people just get rid of Vander, and he's not the issue for the teams. That must be really, really frustrating, actually. Because, like, he was not a problem as the reason why Rogue were doing bad. Like, Finn was just a trash, trash top laner. That's just how it was, you know? I don't say? think sama has gone. No, they only... It, it was only just... They're um, kicking out Vander and trying out the, the new Rogue rookie support, and they're taking away Finn and bringing in Odo. Mr. Beast? Um... I'm going to have to see uh, some, not some receipts from him. I'm going to have to see some forwardness from uh, Mr. Beast into owning a team. Because anybody, buddy, could say that, you know, they want to own a team. I got to see some forward progression into that. Because owning a team, is that's a lot of money. Like, just actually just a lot of money. So, we'll see what he does. Actually, I'll look him up right now. Mr. Mr. Beast, first guy that pops up. Mr. Beast has 45 million subscribers.
1: Mr. Beast, I mean, no, sorry. Finn was literally the only issue Rogue had. I mean, no, it wasn't just, you're just looking at players, though. Like, but their uh, actual, uh, yeah, entire yeah. approach to the game was terrible, and that's why they couldn't ever, look. just look what they did against Stuart one Danwan. Again, Danwan's a hard team to play, but they literally always played everything reactionary. Only purely reacting to everybody is just the worst possible way to approach the game. One E-Masters, so though, you have to bring at least one player up. I, they're, bringing up the, they're bringing up the support. I heard that HanSama didn't want to play without Vander and that's what I was talking about. But um, oh. if that actually amounts to anything. Like, it's probably not going to matter at all. Like, I think the reality, like, Mr. Beast owning a team is, like, who, like he, he, I don't know how rich he is. They, they, they really do cost so, a mess.
0: He was so rich that he donated $50,000 to a person on stream. He's got like three different YouTube channels from what I checked. He actually is. He he'd be pretty rich. 45 million subscribers. His second channel has about 10 million. Yeah, this guy's rich. I don't have to look at any of this shit. This guy's rich. His least highest channel has base a million subscribers. Holy motherfucking shit! This guy is rich. His least channel has like one million subscribers. This the one that's called Mr. B
1: Shorts. That's, like, almost My 2 million. K- Arome, Shadow pretty fast, one bad tournament, and bye, but I agree. I mean, again, let's look at it like like this. I think Arome actually, again, they said they had a lot of success with him on carries and scrims, but it never translated to the stage. His ability to play Jax was absolutely atrocious, and that's one of the easier carries to pull off. Again, he, he has a lot of s- solid matchups. Again, he does does well into it. Like, his, his length of his E is the biggest like, thing about it, and he wasn't ever able to pull it off properly in a team fight larson was so hyped going into worlds and it was so, larson i mean larson was i heard people talking about a lot of people going into worlds like uh what's his name tsm no one, i mean i was hyped to begin tsm maybe making it out of groups but oh they disappointed a the slight amount of expectations i had where fox will ever come back to ownership role I have been a fan of Rick Fox ever since he's been on Lakers back in the 2000s like the, like back in the the Shaq days and all that stuff. And the big the real realistic situation is from what I've seen with him as much as I like him, he doesn't seem to really want to come back and I don't blame him at all for that. The racism and the lack of accountability the league had for like ownerships and all that stuff really just made it like unapproachable at that point in time. He got no repercussions, lost all of his money because he, they just held – like the the, the uh, shareholder that said all these things held hostage, like it's it's yeah. aggravating, but I don't see him coming back. I think he made statements that he said he didn't want to come back, and just it's, it's it is what it is. I mean, one of the reasons Shadow was gone could be synergy issues with Kaiser that allowed showed towards the end of the season. Kaiser is the best player on that team, so if it was literally Shadow not being able to mesh mess with him, I would kick him too. Shadow Kaiser is the future of this team. Well, Kaiser, it's
0: also a big difference, like you know. Mad Lions got first place with Rogue, you know, vice versa, first and second in a online split. It wasn't on stage. You know, so you gotta people must factor that in. You know, I mean and we then can't you take saw it them finally, I mean but but once you finally saw them on stage again, then you saw like all their issues just come completely. It wasn't crazy.
1: just that. I mean they started falling apart towards the later half of the season and in the playoffs. It wasn't just the, the 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 audience because they started falling apart towards like, the online stage still. Like, they still started playing poorly then. So it's really – I don't know if we can chalk it up to that more so is their inability to consistently play the way they did towards the beginning half of the season. Or maybe it was the competition doesn't – like, again, it looked like Fnatic and G2, that's two strongest teams, just didn't look that good in the summer split at the beginning. And it just – they didn't really have competition to fight, so they fought Rogue for second place. And Rogue wasn't that good either. Like, again, there weren't two those, – those two top teams were probably – Some of the worst two top teams we've seen in the U in quite some time, even though they had some potential. There's just a lot of young people who didn't, like who were just relying purely on mechanics. Like the aggression, like both Rogue and Mad played terrible in the second half of summer. I agree. And I think the worst part about Mad is that like the hyper aggressive that we saw at the beginning half of the season for them just was non-existent later, later on. Like, I think that, the, the reliance on Lee Sin was kind of weird to me. I don't think he needed to because, again, he looked a lot. He looked decent on other champions, but Arome trying to – like when they put Jax on Arome and they beat G2, I was like, this man can play tank. This man can play carries. He looks good, and then he just never was able to do it again. Dismantling, though, kind of doing what TSM did to Broken Blade, pretty sad. I don't know. I mean, again, there's, there's stuff going on behind the scenes that we don't see. If they're saying, man – Kaiser just hates or hates this man. Like you got you have to listen to your star player regardless. It is it is straight up it's just like the person you have to confirm like like give give way to. You have to you have to make sure he's comfortable. You can't always give him too much power, but saying like, man, the reason we lost is because this guy just doesn't work with me. I think there was also a champion pool change that hurt a lot like support Senna gone and other stuff. I mean, support Senna got buffed throughout the entirety of the season and it still never made its way back in. Like it just—it's hmm. crazy to me. Like, it, there's a lot
0: that could really go into it. I—I I, I don't know. Most people all, all already looked at Madden Rogue from the past LEC 2020 Summer Split, where they already knew that they weren't that great, and it was just because like G2 and Fnatic were just playing really, really bad, you know. Um, so let's go on to the 2020 season highlights. What are the best moments from 2020 for League? Good God, um. We're talking. I don't know. I mean, off the top of my head, who knows? Good God! Oh, uh, Cloud Nine finally ended their title ship drought. That's a that was a good thing,
1: honestly. Cloud Nine falling apart towards the later half of the season that was a good highlight. There, like that
0: one. Two balances. There you go. They finally they 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 uh knocked out one part of their history that they- that was always a dark cloud over them. Then they brought it back again with another dark cloud. I like it. Um. Uh, how, how else was it? Uh, the LCK. Finally won a trophy after what, like three years.
1: Twenty twenty was the worst year of all time. Like I actually just this, my least favorite. This year is actually, year is actually horrible. Like, it's just been the worst. Like, uh I mean, I'm not, I'm not gonna say all of these things like just ragging on the stuff, but it's just the reality of what, like, just the state of the world right now with all the, the Corona stuff and all that stuff. Like, it's just, you just. I get it, it is terrible, but League for the most part has looked pretty interesting. I think there was a lot of good, like kind of transitions from league. I really think one of the best changes this season again was was the changes in catch up XP where mindless ganking, just pure hyper aggression in the early game from the junglers, just didn't pay off as much because you had to have more meticulous. Yeah. I you have to have a more meticulous approach to it because if you even if you if you get a gank off. If you get a gank off and don't get the CS to kind of make up for it, you essentially are weaker than the enemy jungler, and you're just a supportive player. And that's why, again, that's why Sfm popped off. He's the guy who's been playing like full tank, the like, Jarvan and all this stuff, and full tank Rengar, all these seasons because like supportive junglers, you get your your laners ahead by mindlessly ganking. You're behind the enemy jungler, but that doesn't matter. Worlds with what happened, no hype. I mean, it's, I don't know, man. I had fun with Worlds. Like, that, that is the worst part, though. Vietnam was one of the most hyped up, like, minor regions. They just couldn't come because of all this stuff. Like, I, th- I think that's just what it is. I mean, it just. I'm always hyped for
0: worlds, even though, like, Cloud Nine didn't make it. I'm always hyped to, you know, watch worlds. Watching quality games is always good. Watching all the teams from around the world come and, you know, clash is always insanely fun. I love watching worlds no matter what. Uh, I wonder why we never saw Ivern. Ivern is cancer that's why you we don't never see saw
1: Ivern. Ivern because of the fact that he just literally first of all his AI is horrible Daisy controls like an actual like like the, the cars from uh what, what, what can I compare it to like like the car what is what is a bad car driving you whatever that is a good bad car <laughs> driving game, that's how Daisy responds just like completely busted. Just doesn't properly work, and it's just just. why would it's you like play a more weirder
0: better it's not version
1: that. of Tibbers? No, 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 it's, it's a worse version of Tibbers because Tibbers controls better. Because Tibbers has an E that actually speeds him up and gets all this stuff and has a lot more damage. But yeah. actually, Danny, for all you Annie mains out there, Annie's absolutely busted right now. If you want to play it, support Annie or mid Annie, you're in good shape. But uh, I think the reason Ivory isn't played first off is because not only doesn't he I would say the average fan that wasn't hype. Travis Grafford, and Mark Z talked about how bad any viewership was compared to years where we sucked at just as bad. I don't know. I mean, Lilia was, was picked up a lot. I mean, Lilia is an extremely good champion. I mean, we saw her a lot during the group stages. I mean, if you're asking why she wasn't picked as, as often during the later half, it's because there kind of became a meta that you, you played. It's either you picked up Graves, he was banned, you played Lee Sin, and all these things, these hyper aggressive ganking early game champions that transitioned late into good peelers, Lilia doesn't really do that. She has the ability to set up really good engages towards the later half of the season, but the, the damage that she brings is, is is not worth the lack of frontline capabilities that she doesn't have. Like, oh, just... <laughs> I think that Lilia uh... might be the most interesting character in the game right now, though. My
0: <laughs> there was a uh, I was browsing through the TSM subreddit because I love just like. Uh, potentially getting, like, cancer. And this guy, he had this this mid-lane list, and it said, um best mid-laners of all time. Faker, Beersen, that's it. Nobody else compares. I was like, I need whatever fucking drugs you're on, please. I
1: bet you this guy was being sarcastic, and you just couldn't squeeze it out of there.
0: No, these people are serious. You guys are thinking people are, these people are not being sarcastic. These people are being serious
1: inability to read sarcasm no
0: these people are saying the truth and they're branching it off as sarcasm but this is what they really think though
1: i don't believe you i
0: i know these people you don't know these people people.
1: you've never seen this man in your life i've dealt with internet people before Seraphim and Katie. The reason they hate Seraphim in general is just look at the reason. They made a very bare bones kind of me- like what's it called? Kind of a uh, storyline for her in the background. The Kind of bad lore. Her her kid is essentially a revamp for it as an really The only reason she's thank in you, this Mike, world. Thank you, Mike. Thank you. These people are actually serious.
0: Yes, These aren't I mean, people. So you're oh, saying every single person is just sarcastically
1: making stupid hot takes. There's I never no said that. That's, that's saying- what you're saying, though. I did not just say that. Literally, what you're doing is the most over-the-top inability to read what I'm saying, which is the big reason as to why you can't read Reddit comments. If you look at this right now, you look at this guy saying, Bierse, Faker Beersen, that's it. Do you really think anybody in the world believes that Beersen's a second Mr.
0: Lindner Are there There's some people. fans are that stupid. No, they're not. Yes,
1: fans are actually retarded. You are just absolutely just mind-boggling crazy. You you have not had comments from TSM fans ever. Not I've TSM. Talked to people, there's crazy people, and I agree with that. But the thing about Reddit is the reason that it is actually so weird, to me, like so kind of crazy for a lot of people to pick up on is because it gives a voice to a lot of unpopular opinions, and all you have to do is push the upvote button, and it just kind of pops up there. People won't disagree with this because it looks. If it looks like this is what everybody thinks, and a lot of people just refuse to disagree with it. At that point, there are some people who believe it, but the majority of people don't. A lot of the people, I tell you, I'll tell you right now. If he posted the comment right now, if he sent it to me, I could literally decipher that it was. Do CSM fans do believe that stuff? Like, like you can decipher whether or not it's actually true. Dude, I'm. Cr-
0: I he. Yeah, and, do and believe if- this stuff?
1: Like. I'm not making this stuff for
0: I'm not making this stuff I'm not making stuff for my benefit. I'm just saying people are this stupid that they believe this stuff. That's what I'm saying. I'm looking, I'm looking for this comment somewhere. I think they deleted it. It, it. it was like in a mega thread. I, I, I like literally was scrolling down because I, I was just reading some stuff. But
1: well, like, look at that! Oh, a mega thread doesn't even sort by upvotes. You literally saw some guy just post it, and he probably had like one to two upvotes. And you're like, man, this is what everybody on Reddit thinks. And you just like, you can find an opinion for everything in the world if you look hard enough. You don't just give voices to everybody. Don't this say is, this is what people think. This is a fun fact
0: about Beerson in 2015. Biergsen is, y- is the only non-ADC player to have the highest damage at a world championship, which was during 2015, where he had a 37.6% of his team's damage. This would also be the highest damage in the world's history if we exclude 2017, where every ADC had an inflated damage due to the Ardent meta. This was also
1: the year that Bearson had four wards memes started. Because, so the, okay... Dominate right now. I will dominate. is straight up. He has transitioned into this kind of person who is a reactionary kind of thing. He's he's hostile, and his whole viewership kind of want to see his weird hot takes and trashing other people. That's what Thomas Dominate has been one of my favorite streamers for years. When he's not tilting, he is my favorite player to watch. I've, I've watched his stream probably like that, probably close to a thousand hours at this point. I still think he has conformed. He's shifted his whole thing into a persona where he hundred percent just tries to appeal to the people and tries to show this is what somebody's saying they're stupid. And that's just what he does. And that's the same thing with LS. I mean, realistically, there are some stupid people out there. You find an opinion for it. You can see it. And they do, there are probably people who believe it, but saying that a majority of people believe this stuff is just, it, it's crazy. I mean, it's just not true. Reddit is- I will dominate. Um, I think he's
0: going a little too crazy with some of the Bjergsen hype. He's saying like Bjergsen was like a top three midline in the world. That's just stupid.
1: Like, I don't know he say like,
0: this. He said, sp-
1: recent things I'll show you I'll going, show you parts of it where he said this. I mean I to be fair I this. rated I rated Bjergsen the top five going into worlds. I, I think I, he
0: said it was like no top five He said that Bierksen was a top five player in the world back in like season four worlds.
1: I mean I don't think heason four back.
0: worlds season four worlds season five Worlds. he was all Bjorkston beat Nogman Lane. Great congratulations like oh my Next god big whoop whoop-de-doo. In season four to
1: five, I think that... Bjergsen was power-ranked
0: yeah. like the third-best mid laner in the group. No, yeah. What was that group about? It was Bjergsen, Nagne, Godvy, and Xpeke. Yeah, Xpeke was the worst coming in. So you have Godvy...
1: Godvy Nag- was way higher than him going in because Godvy was... Yeah, actually- it was Godvy, Bjergsen, Nagne, and uh, Xpeke, yeah. Godvy was just actually an insanely... Like, just a disgusting monster going into China by the end of the season. Like, if Bjergsen was literally
0: power ranked like the second best mid laner going into that group, I mean, if he beat the worst, he beat another bad mid laner.
1: Congrats. Actually, I want to point out. I think. And won- then
0: he didn't tell the full story. He said, "Oh yeah, Bjergsen beat Crown in season six. Crown beat Bjergsen the next week. He just stopped him." What? So do we not? Do we not tell the full story here? What is? What I'm just, is just the saying. Motion being put in. No one disagrees that Crown. Uh, no, happen. you're not listening. What I'm saying is that he's not telling the full story. He's saying that. Beirson like Beerson beat Crown Who on Syndra. Is this key? I will dominate. Did you do? What we're not talking about. You kind of transitioned halfway through to. Season No, no. It's still just I will. Do- I'm just making a point. He yeah, said, he said season four, right? Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. And then he said that uh, Beirson beat Crown on uh, Syndra when when his, uh, Crown played Varus. This one back when they're playing Wraith on Samsung Galaxy. Remember? But then I, I want to point he out. He didn't tell the full
1: story. Crown beat Beirson the next week. You, you have to tell the full yeah, no, story. No, 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 no. The thing about it is, if you're able, like, just the reason that people look back on, like, uh, what's his name, Febavin back in Season 5 when he was able to solo kill Faker, he's not better than Faker. But the fact that you can pull that off means that you're a good player, and that's the I mean, same thing. Crown was no, like one, the no one looks at the games where Faker beat Febavin.
0: You need to yeah, tell then, the full story, though. Yeah,
1: but you don't care about that because Faker's a better player than him.
0: No, but you need to tell the full
1: story for people to understand the whole thing. Though it's, it's not about that. They just look at this. If Faker, if you can solo kill Faker, you're a good player. I think. <laughs> it's just if you can solo kill him once, you're a good player. It doesn't mean you're no, better than him. No, you no, I I understand that
0: but you have to tell the full story so people can understand the context of what you're saying. If I beat you one
1: time in lane and then you beat me, that does not make me better than you. If you beat me. I don't me think actually. he's trying to say Kron is fake. Bjergsen is better than him. I think what he's saying is look how he was able to play against this extremely top two mid laner at the world. I think that's what he was going for. I a hundred percent agree with that. Thorne. The one thing I think about Thorne, I think I've seen a lot of mistakes everywhere. I saw him on Reddit one time and I, I, I he told me, I said Shaq was the most dominant player of all time in, like in his prime, just specifically, what about, what about like I, I Yard- said that, Yard- that before?
0: I was like, What about Kareem Abdul Jabbar?
1: No, Shaq is the single most What, what, what player was,
0: his- um, what, what, what was, um, what about the other dude? Oh my god, the Celtics iconic white guy. Are you talking? No, not a white Russell, guy. You're talk- the Russell dude, no, Bill Russell's a big old not white guy. Yeah, the Celtics guy, Bill Russell. Yeah, 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 that guy. He. Uh, like, he doesn't bring up anybody. I'm like, holy crap. No, the problem I have with I Will Dominate when he has his Bjergsen argument is this is for people who, who don't understand. If you do not present the whole argument, you're not exactly telling the full story. You, you, you can say Bjergsen was better at certain points, but you need to tell the full story.
1: I if feel he like he, only pre- he wasn't even saying that Crown was worse than Bjergsen. He literally was just... Pointing out the solo kill, and that's just what it was. Well, he was pointing out that Beardson wasn't as bad as people, were, as people were saying. And that doesn't mean was... he's better than Crown. I mean, it, no one's agreeing with that. No one thinks that he's better. And even Diable Dominate's not making that point. He's trying to say, I will die. He's trying to also say Nemesis at, solo kill Baker, too. That's true. I mean, that's, that is a, a fact. And I think Nemesis was really good in 2019. I just, I still think that was the case. I think he was a really good player. He was one of the best in spring split of 2019. He was probably the single best player on Fnatic. And I still agree with that to this day. I think that like reckless was struggling everybody was struggling and on that team and then nemesis was getting a lot of bad matches like the vein into the galio against uh was it who was that was that was that nuke duck and he was able to play really well into him just hates do you think he purposely hates Fnatic and tsm so people like he literally is just okay let's look about this if you want to get famous on social media you essentially have to become a big uh kind of polar. this is what he does he's a polarizing person that draws your attention by saying Things that people actually find like that goes against the grain. And it re- realistically, going hating TSM and Fnatic is normal. He literally just hates the most popular teams. Isn't that just kind of a weird co- concept that the two most popular teams in the West, he's just so against? I mean, I don't dislike Diable Dominate. He's extremely intelligent about the game. But I think that he has to become this person because that's just what's popular. One of them said Dierks was better than Crown. Crown gets a lot of hate. Bjergsen was not better than Crown. If anybody says he was better than Crown in 2016, you're just crazy. As much as I love Bjergsen.
0: It, it, it's, it's just that. No, like, okay, so the reason why he gets a lot of hate for F- uh, Fnatic in TSM is because if you talk about TSM and you say anything bad about their players, like, and you put it on Reddit, TSM fans just downvote you to hell. If you say anything about TSM or Fnatic, actually. Well, Fnatic are a bit nicer because I'm actually in some Fnatic groups. They're actually some pretty nice people. They're just kind of delusional, but they're some nice people. TSM fans are delusional and not nice. And on Reddit, they'll just downvote your shit. And that's if you say anything bad about their team. That's What's just. Your... Okay. Also, he's kind of salty because he could have coached Fnatic in season five when they got over and Huni, and he turned down the um.
1: Who did? The, co- the coaching position, uh, Thorin. Thorne was never Thorne is somebody who looks at league in a very broad view. He would have been a terrible coach because he doesn't understand the very minuscule details that go into league. He understands it in a broad sense, which is like this is what's happening in the game, but he doesn't understand why things happen. I don't I, I don't dislike Thorne. He is one of the most one he's extremely intelligent and he understands the behind the scenes things and all these things that actually go into making a team good, but he doesn't understand league to a very detailed extent. And that's why I don't think you make a good coach. TSM fans are the worst. In I mean, everybody's the worst. Every fan is the worst because they fanboy. For the <laughs> could you imagine?
0: Well, he probably feels pretty salty that he could have coached a, a season five fanatic that went to top four at Worlds.
1: I don't think he would have because he knows he would have done terrible. I think so. I mean, maybe he's more, more, like, like for the most part, I feel like he doesn't delve into the like the the inner mechanisms behind League. Like, maybe like maybe a little. Um, bit.
0: Dude, TSM fans are the, they see? Some people are just straight up stupid. This some people are, are stupid. Like, like this, dude. this guy, I think it was on Facebook, this guy, he got to, I didn't reply because I I was, I was just reading it. Like, I don't reply to these articles. Sometimes I just read them. This guy was like, well, you know what's better? Winning LCS and going 0-6 at Worlds. I'm like, that's not. You
1: literally just embarrassed yourself. What? Are, it, these people, some of these guys are actually stupid. Well, that's because Monte Cristo is the single, one of the single most knowledgeable people that's ever, like, just being in the league scene. I love Monte Cristo. He's my favorite caster of all time. Him and, De- like, him and Mon- Doha. Like I just I've never liked anybody as much as I liked Monty, and that's why Thorin was good with him because he knew how to. I oh, was Arte- gonna change stuff. his name
0: to Thorin 2.0 because he likes to have no fun.
1: <laughs> Who you're gonna change whose name? Yours. Well, I I love fun. Hello, hello. But uh, I think the big thing right now, if you look at it right now, if you if, if you want to understand the actual meaning behind Reddit, if you look at one thing that I like, if you look at uh, one specific uh thing that happens on, on reddit if you if they have like a, a like a what is it called i'm trying to think of something that happened there was a big old like thing that happened on reddit and they had an apology video after but first thing that happened was uh them talking about how frost was a terrible caster and all this stuff and she did terrible and all this stuff and that was the whole every single outvoted combat was this about how trash they were and then you go back oh, for the semifinal thing, and, and then votes? there are all thousands of popular um, votes and all this stuff. And then you go to the next thing that is an apology thing from uh, Frost Karen and everybody's like, Man, you didn't actually do that bad, and no one actually cares that much. And these all guys were so salty because you're like just you, you're, like a open, bunch of you're hating on it. And just guy. no, no, just think about this they got a thousand views too. So it's like there is not one specific mindset that is in Reddit, it's just whoever gets there first. And it's even a proven statistical fact. Whoever gets to the, the comment section first dictates what the rest of the comments are going to be like because they get upvoted by the popular I mean, first. And then the rest of the things everybody votes kind of votes to follow suit with the rest of the comments. That's, that it, it was, it was, I can't remember somebody did a study on it, but it's not specifically that there is one aspect. It's just purely everybody follows in a hive mind to upvote whatever follows in line with the first up, most upvoted comment. Like, that's literally in every single – if you look at Reddit, it's always – Well, the- yeah,
0: that's why uh, Frost Garen's not friends with uh, Thor- Thorin no more because she said on Twitter in, like, a couple comments he doesn't know what he's talking about. He's just – he's just he – just. well, she basically that, – yeah, that's all she said. She, she said he, she, he just doesn't know what he's talking about He's because he was claiming things that LEC broadcasts were doing, and she literally pointed out – like clips of them not doing what what he said and she said he just doesn't know what he's talking about.
1: Yeah, I mean I think Thorne has insight knowledge and it is just He's
0: also a caster himself, so that's that can balance it out. So that he, he's a caster himself, so
1: he's kind of a caster. No, he's a caster for, for
0: CSGO events.
1: Yeah, I mean he's he's really good at CSGO. I, I don't want to take a rate. Like so like on
0: casting angles he should ha- he can have an opinion on that because he is a caster. I'm just saying like i don't know like just certain way the ways he looks at things is just kind of stupid i don't know you know I think Lord like Mom- no li- literally if you're if there's any TSFN TSFN out there that says going 06 at worlds is fun it's fine you might as
1: well just stop playing league unplug your my, computer and go home my my big thing about it is if you look at there was there's like this one situation where thorne just went off on loco Doco. And like one of the things, and Lokodoka, it eventually, right, like not too long after that, kind of gave up on league, and that kind of really frustrated me because Lokodoka is really knowledgeable about the league. scene.
0: Oh, we're talking about that listen, local episode where he went off for like no reason whatsoever. I don't know if it was no reason, but I remember the clip, and it's just like Thorn needs to be less
1: hyper aggressive. Thorn, I Oh
0: no, you talk to me that way in a clip, I'm about to punch you in your face
1: <laughs> through the screen.
0: <laughs> no, 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 no I'm, I'm cussing you out. I'm literally gonna, I'll go nuts. The only issue, reason why Lokodoka didn't do it. And like this is the reason why I think it's because he needed Thorne's connections. The reason why I didn't do it. If he didn't care about Thorne's connections in his big platform, he would have told him off. He's yelled at people before. He's literally in TSM Legends yelling at Bjrgson.
1: So I mean would he wouldn't yell at Thorin? He's just, you know. Well Beersen is a lot less aggressive than like Thorne. Also, Biriksen was
0: really young too, so. Yeah.
1: And he knows Thorne a lot better. I mean uh Beersen a lot better. But uh you guys think of the top five mids in 2020 Worlds. Showmaker, hundred percent. Uh Angel, uh, Angel, yeah. Uh, another one would be. Let's look like at the top mid laners. Man, I can't. Uh, man, there was some. Sh- man, was, Joby, Joby was in. probably in the top five. Chobi's probably in the top five. Well, I thought Toby played
0: pretty well. I was gonna say Jensen, Power, People. You, you could throw in there too. They played great. It's hard because
1: again, I think that Caps is better than both of those people. I would say so, Caps no, would no, 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 be- no. No, you know what? Caps wasn't better than both. i been trying to think. Caps I mean, played pretty well. Overall. Played pretty, I think Caps played pretty poorly this world. I think this was his worst world so far. Hmm. I think Caps is probably in the top five, but this is definitely a downgrade from the rest last season, in my opinion. Um well, could we have Showmaker, Angel? No, no, Knight, 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 Knight played pretty really off, too. Well. No, Knight played really well until the playoffs. And I still like I think he really downgraded during the playoffs, but I would put Knight in the top four. I think he's definitely top four, top five, number fifth place. Is the big one. It's like,
0: it's probably
1: like, I'm trying I'm trying to think if there's any other options. Obviously you're not going to put Bierksen in there. You're not going to put anybody from group C. Why is Bjergsen not number one? That's what I'm trying to ask. He's number one in one, one list. It's probably, <laughs> you know, it's probably, Caps <laughs> is probably the fifth best mid laner. Like, just, like he he literally was, there was a very large gap between him and the top four uh, support. I mean, what's it called? It and was very, C- very serviceable. Mechanically. I think he was worse than BDD, but BDD was so outmatched by him in that, in that series. He just got out roamed, get out and not like, like just ev- all around. Like it's, it's a toss up between Jensen, Jensen power of evil and caps, but I would give the slight edge to caps because I think caps actually, like, you know, let me think. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Caps, caps did pretty poorly against Jensen this season. Like, in, in this world. So I think he actually got outmatched, but it's kind of hard to tell. Mm. Right. Uh, best
0: junglers, uh, top five junglers out Worlds, I would say, are SOFM,
1: Canyon, Karsa, Selfmade. No, 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 and... hold on. Hold on. Let, let's, let's think. Of, I, I think we got we to gotta take a little more time than that. For junglers? Yeah, you gotta, I'm, I'm pretty Gemini, sure it's maybe. wide open. Gemini, Gemini, maybe. Is there fifth? Gemini, I, I'm sure. Is there I, fifth? I'm trying to think. Like, I, I don't want to give He'd be your fifth. No, you, he you, you be have watching. to think about it a little more than that. You just kind of went down a list without thinking, and that's why. I was I was kind of hesitant to do that. So. I mean, the first two are pretty locked.
0: I'm pretty sure you don't think about first
1: that. The first two are locked, in my opinion. I think there's no doubt about that. I think Gemini is probably in the top five, in my opinion. I think that... Um, Selfie's definitely in the top five for me. He definitely wasn't in the top five this season. Oh, that God. was unfortunate.
0: I mean, he can't see the keyboard, so it doesn't matter. Uh, Carsa Karsa
1: was probably third.
0: SOFM, Canyon, Karsa, Selfmade, I don't know who will have as a fifth. Uh, I'm not gonna say Santorrent.
1: <laughs> no. Roxa. no. Hmm. Uh, he's just- oh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just, I don't like the, the, the pace of what he did. He just named him right off the top of his head. Those are all like- the best ones! Yeah, I just- uh, I like SOFM,
0: Canyon, Karsa, and Selfmade. Those are the best ones. If you're throwing in Gemini, that's fine, honestly. I Gemini's think Gemini's
1: probably way. fifth place. Yeah, that's probably but okay. You know, no, no, no. It's, yeah, you know fifth place. Fifth place is probably a good place for him. like,
0: if, if you're counting the playoffs, you only had Karsa, Selfmade, uh, Clid, and Yankos. And Piosic. Piosic also did play pretty well in the group stage. I don't stage care if Karsa can't. Because first... Piosic played better than Gemini in the group stage.
1: What's up? Because Piosic... I, I, don't know about that. I think Gemini was, Pielsa, was a
0: monster. Holy crap.
1: But you were actually attributing KDA to actual. Like, he mm-hmm. had two really solid games for the most part. I think the dictation that Gemini had for team for the most part was the reason as to why they were pick of, able to pick it up. Like, he got a lot of hate. He I, would even, I would even edge the... Uh,
0: Gameplay to self made. If you want to put self made in the top three, I would do that. I don't think no. Korsa... He got straight up
1: dumpstered in the Carsa matchup. Inside and he also fans.
0: won the very first two games. Yeah, 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 but but
1: that wasn't straight up a jungle. Like, let, let, like, let's, let's just discredit three, the first two games where it put him. in. It the wasn't matchup. a jungle dip in the first two games. But the last three games, hundred percent were attributed. In the third game, he got completely dumpstered by Carsa in the in the Kha'Zix matchup. Like Thank all you. around, like, you be say, so hard. Kanabi did show. Kanabi wasn't even in the top five, top six. Like I think in- Yosek, oh, Yosek Yosek played pretty well. In the top five, maybe it's it's a toss up between him and Gemini for me. I think that I would say Kanavi at one going into worlds. Selfmade I, was just straight. Selfmade lost too hard in the matchup. Like again, if we like, I, I'm not I, even I, discounting the best of five. But I think he played better in the group stage too. I don't think he played. Cool. Carsa played really well in the group stages. Like it's hard for me to say. I think Carsa had a lot. Selfmade had a lot of pop off games. And uh, you know me, I don't like Fnatic, but I'm not. I I do credit for credit too. I think he played great. I mean, I put him in the top five. That's that's a pretty incredible place to put him. I don't know. I, Thank you, you Chad. Yeah. Thank you, Chad. Selfmade you was better than Carsa Come have on. Your you can have your opinions on that. Hey, I'm not going to be that.
0: But I'm just saying, for all you Fnatic fans in the chat, you guys are winning next foot anyway. You're going to get trashed anyway. So it's, I could be on your side for a little bit. No, I, I really do think Selfie played better, better than Carsa. It's just the fact that Carsa had a much better team around him, too. He's able to play better with the better teammates around him. I overall. don't know.
1: I think that if we look at it, I think a lot of the players on Fnatic, I'll give credit, they did actually play poorly and he played really well during the first stage of the group stages. But I mean, I think all around, Carsa was the better player. I mean, I, it's it's really up to debate. I mean, I think that you can put that up there. I think that if you put the edge to, like, Selfmade for the better, I think group stages. But if I put the the edge to him, and I think that he played better in the knockout round, I'd probably give him credit for that. Like, it's hard because I think Selfmade was also gaffed by Sofm inside of their their game, so it's hard for me to say that he's substantially better. If that, been defending you this whole time, lol fanatic.
0: <laughs> I mean, if if fanatic get uh perks because like this is the thing though i don't think most fanatic fans want to get rid of nemesis but they do know he's a weak mid laner though that's the problem like he's not he's not that bad but the issue here is if you had a choice of taking larson or humanoid
1: i take them over nemesis honestly though well i mean that's again game one the reason that uh, jdg won game one was not because of zoom Straight up, like, this is the one game where I think that, what's his name? Uh, Thank you. Thank had, you, it, it Thank now, you. He now had, pop, like, straight up popped out. Like, that's, <laughs> that's the one credit. Like, I do think that overall Zoom was the best player on that team, but... Bro, wanna, like,
0: had no mid laner. I don't care. That doesn't mean <laughs> I think he's better,
1: but it's fair enough. I mean, you everybody has opinions on that stuff. I'm not gonna... I mean, hey, would you that. rather
0: have uh, Knight or Nemesis? Because one of them was actually impacting the game.
1: Well, that doesn't mean anything. That I'm not gonna give him credit for that, but, uh... I like Nemesis a lot, but Perks over Caps. caps is a better mechanical like player. I mean, I, I don't want to deny that. Caps is substantially better mechanically than Perks', is, but Perks is obviously, from what I've seen, is the like the leader of this team. So I think keeping him on this team is most likely going to be the best bet. Um top lane best top laners of the world. I mean, I think that it's it's a really that's a hard one, isn't it? The top five top laners from world? I mean, it, I think it goes Naguri... Well, I'm not go, gonna for me go. Ben. I'm not gonna go top like in ranked. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna go, go the top. Ben Naguri, um, I, the thing about it is, I think that when they put Ben on kind of weak side top laners, he struggled way too much. You could in, in interchange Naguri and Ben. I, I think that I'm I'm not gonna put them at a ranking. I'm gonna say the top five in no order. I'm gonna say that Ben Naguri, three six nine, uh, Zoom, and who's another top laner that I could put up there break? I don't uh, think there's really any other Impact? No. Solo? No. <laughs>
0: what do you mean? <laughs> um, best What's... top laner is shit. Zoom? I thought Zoom played pretty well overall. No, I put Zoom I I said Zoom it was like the top 4.
1: Like I I yeah, know the top who's... 3 are like uh, Ben Naguri,
0: and Zoom. Those are pretty much
1: set. Like I put 369 up there. I think he played really well. I Finn is incredibly good at carrying the opposite team. But I don't think. He's to do Finn, is, for his own.
0: Finn is very good at Malphite. Just let that
1: sink in. <laughs> oh God. Um, I think the actual debate, the hardest one, Wonder was not. I don't think Wonder was like you know Wonder was really good actually. I'm not gonna take too. Wonder much Wonder was weight. pretty
0: fine up, up until the few yeah the last. last Wonder was. You're
1: right. Actually, Wonder did pretty well. Bandaguri
0: like, uh, Zoom three six nine Wonder.
1: Uh, I would. I'd probably have to think about it more. Maybe. I was
0: wondering, Mickey X were G2's most consistent players. I oh, actual... I forgot. We have our awards now. We have our awards. So, on the C9 FanCast, if you guys will watch that later on when we record that, we have our actual awards. So, we have a TSM award. For... <laughs> I say what's 6. And we have a Birksen award for a hyped up player coming to the event and kind of flopping. So, a TSM. who Who is the TSM? Of the uh, World's 2020 not TSM this is just like you know a team that was super hyped up and actually flopped not TSM Because t- like we're just joking with, with with the TSM doing their own thing. Who is the team that actually flopped?
1: Well JDG obviously I don't think that can I think be
0: JDG different. is is the TSM earns the TSM award Who Who would get the Beersen award in terms of a player? That was actually insanely hyped up Hyped up? yeah i think jdg gets gets the tsm team award for hyped up team that flop hmm tes to- mad lot jdg you guys are going nuts jdg yeah I you're mean, right yeah hyped up because there was other hyped up players that that night you could say night to a certain extent kind of kanavi oh no no you're right lazy turtle that's that's true a player that was super hyped coming to the event and he completely flopped.
1: Zoom? Alright. Zoom did not flop. I think Zoom played pretty well. Um Kanavi? It's a good Beerson one. Beerson is definitely one of them. As much That's the vir-
0: No, it's the Bearson Award. We can't choose him.
1: We can't choose Jackal yeah. played pretty well in a lot of situations, but he also I had- think yeah, yeah. Uh he had, he had some good games where it's kinda hard. You guys are saying Knight and Kanavi. You need okay. one person to argue for caps and one for Perks? We'll do that later. Kanavi's probably up there. Kanavi, like, again, I, I, if you think about it right now, Kanavi looked pretty poor inside of the regular season. In, he looked really good in the spring, but looked really poor in summer split in terms of, like, the regular season. And they start, he started picking it back up inside of the playoffs. But for the most part, the recency bias, it actually he didn't look that good going into Worlds for the most part if you just discredit this, the, the playoffs. If you're trying to do the dot. Yeah, he tried to name it the Bjerkesen Award, like. Yeah, like, I don't, I don't we named it name. on
0: the fan cast. It was that. It was just in a joke. I was like, yeah, we finally got
1: our award, the TSM award. Yeah, Kenobi can can was probably the least, least, like, exciting. Thank you. Player. As you guys already know in the chat, that is our
0: our awards now: the TSM award and the Bjerkesen award. A player that goes in the world super hyped up and a team that goes into world super hyped up and they flop because. I did not believe in TSM. As you guys know from the past episodes, go back and watch those receipts. I did not believe in them. I did not think they were good. I didn't even have them getting out of the group. Don't know. But hey, if you believed it, I, I, there was a world they, 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 could win at least two games.
1: I okay. thought they could win two. Hold games. Hold on a second, I will pull up it right now. He, he had a, he had a whole difficulty where he swapped them from second to fourth, and he's like, all these teams are equal. And now going into retrospect, he's like, man, this team, I expected them to win negative one game. Like it's all these things I said, because I said something. I hope win up. a few games. I will pull it up right now if you start lying right now. I want you what acting you- with me. I, I was there because I was the one you talked to about this. What do you mean? You're the I one that
0: TSM getting me. at second place in the group. No, 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 I no, said no. LGD she, would yeah. beat their ass. I said LGD would crush them. You're like, no, something something Beersen. I was like, anybody, any you, other person on these teams? You just lied to Beersen? me, I'm guys. Right guys, literally, his only arguments for TSM were Beersen, and Beersen, Beersen. I'm like, you know, it a five man game, right? I, I
1: agree. I'll, I'll respect the fact that you did repeat that, but I did give you points. Let's, let's forget about that for now. I don't want to argue about that because that's <laughs> like, he I knows, think. I'm just saying.
0: I'm just saying. Like no, I'm gonna send this to you, Every I argument think. that Beerson was made for was literally Beerson, like it's a
1: five man game. I told you Broken Blade was playing pretty well. I said what's his name? Turned it on pretty decently. Uh double lifts for the most part. He played really well inside of the Team Liquid series and I was like, you know what, this is it. This is where he comes back online, but he didn't. I mean, obviously, he flopped at Worlds again. All right, so let me actually uh, keep this right here because this is our. I don't want to give Knight too much like slack because if you see the the, the specific look at game four of Sooning versus Top, he looked atrocious. He list he missed way too many Oriana ults. Like I think Knight was still one of the best mid laners, and he, honestly, mechanically, he might be the best mid laner in the world. Like I still think mechanics wise, he's still up there. But I, I, it's just it's hard for me to rate him high purely because of how we played at world like in that specific series. Like that was such a terrible look for him. But uh, I expect, like, if he goes to Worlds next year, I expect a lot more from him next year. Your award goes to Kanavi. What are you typing this in
0: for? <laughs> that's why I remember it later on. So that's TSM award goes to JDG, and the Bearson award this year goes to Kanavi. There you go. We finally have something that's our own. There we go. Man, no, Kanavi was really hyped up going into Worlds, actually. Like, JDG and Kanavi were insanely hyped up going in. And rightfully so. They had right hype going in. They almost won both splits. They did really well at the midseason cup. I mean,
1: it was It's hard to give somebody a Dade a Worlds when they had good games. It's like, that's the big problem. Like, Knight had a really good series against Fnatic. Knight had a really good, a lot of good games in the, the, uh, what's it called, inside of the... uh, the uh play-in stages, I mean not play in uh, the group stages it's like it's like you have to like literally be one of the worst players at your position to get the Dottie Award, and that has to go to Kanabi. Who, Who gets the Cloud9 the... <laughs> <Who gets> the... <laughs> award that would go to Invictus Gaming because they also didn't go to...
0: <laughs> <laughs> Oh double lift finally broke the three three record streak by going 0-6. Holy shit. God damn, you guys are evil. Oh my god. It... Dottie... I don't know, because Knight didn't actually play poorly, but Knight um, he played poorly simply by why
1: is this his best Dottie, blind pickable champ Oriana? I will not say What's that he hell? didn't have any, but the, the, the discrepancy between the two people, Dade was the single best mid laner in the world during season during season four, and he was again they still won with him, but he was absolutely atrocious in comparison. To his oh, he re- made
0: it to semis, right? Yeah, he got yeah he made the semifinals.
1: Yeah, he was atrocious in comparison to his, the rest of his season, but. If we look at Knight, Knight played pretty well in a lot of games. Like Knight played up to his standard for a few a few minutes, like a, a few amount of the games. Dadi never got to that thing. When you look at Worlds, you don't think that he was. He probably still was one of the best laners there in season four. But like again, there was a big discrepancy between the way he played. Legit trash for I don't disagree with that. He was he was not the best player overall number one. I don't know why they rated him going into that. They didn't know uh, because he he was like. I could understand why people and if you're talking about
0: our awards, I, I I could understand why people would put Knight in that because he, just, he did he did
1: have performances where he didn't show you why he was like showmaker or Chovy level. I mean again he was again, I I don't disagree with that. Like I've I've said it a few times, he had a lot of underperformances. But I think you have to legit be a constr- like like complete disappointment, like a complete man, this is not the same player. Like he's night yeah, Nike had really good games, he had good echo game. Get a good Zoe. Get like that yeah. Nocturne game was just, ugh, god, it was well, shocking. He, he actually almost like again they had to like group up as a six man to stop him. Yeah, he like, was solo carrying that Nocturne game. Well, it's just like all like it's hard for me to say somebody who played so well in sp- a specific amount of games can be bad. But uh, like it's I agree with you. I mean, he definitely was worse in Worlds than he was in China. Like he looked a lot worse this year. What happened to
0: that OP Syndra? night player that I saw at, in the LPL. And we never got that. We never got that type of player here. And I even said, going to the event, you can oh, you can punish
1: his over-aggressive tendencies. And people did. No one did that. He just played terrible, especially inside of the sooning series. You can't attribute that to punishing aggressive tendencies. No one ganked him. He just lost. He didn't successfully land ults. Like it, it, It's not aggressive tendencies that he actually performed because mid lane doesn't really get punished for that because it's such a short lane. There's not a lot of room to be able to do that. Like legit the 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 Zoe yeah Zoe's like a pocket pick like Zoe Nautilus, like like Zoe and Nautilus are like the two yeah ha- like I, I remember like for a large majority of the season like of the, of the playoffs they just constantly like had what's it called constantly played Nautilus in the support but I mean if you look at the if we're looking oh, at like, staff, we should also have we should also have um
0: our own world's MVP who will be our world's MVP
1: uh it has to go to the winning team right. I mean, I can't imagine. Ooh. Best Ghost is... It, a- it, it, it should always be someone in the finals, though. At least. I think that we should... I, I kind of want to go down the top five of each role. Support is the hardest for me. Support was legit the closest role of all the seasons. Like, it's legit, like everybody... There's a lot of incredible supports at this world, so that's one of the best. Okay, we should do... Let's do MVP.
0: Cause that's, no, yeah, let's do MVP. So you said only teams in the finals, so that would be... Ariel might be
1: the MVP for me. I was gonna say SOFM should be the MVP throughout the whole f- tournament?
0: The, f- the problem the is that
1: SOFM didn't like it's it's hard to say, like you don't usually give MVP to the winning losing team. It's hard. Barriel was the best player, he was the most impactful player on the winning team that 100 percent dominated the early game, and he was the one that kind of initiated all the early game aggressive tendencies. Mm-hmm. Like he, he was the one that pushed the pace of the game, and it's hard for me not to say Beryl. Um Angel got Absolutely, like demolished in that Cinder game, and it's kind of hard for me to say anything about that. I think it, it, he had a really good series against a- like Knight, but I think Knight is an all-around better player who just underperformed against him that day. I feel like one of the best supports Kaiser to make a group stage, thanks to his team falling apart. Canyon, or Angel, Bin.
0: Can- Dude, you could say I would say if you have MVP candidates, you could be Barrel, Canyon,
1: Sofm, Bin. You're yeah. Just naming off like all the players in the finals. It depends on the. Day. That, you, we're only going to pick teams from the finals anyway. Well, yeah, but you named off half the players in it. I think no. Sofm is my favorite player of all time. He still is, but it's hard for me to say that he deserves MVP. Most valuable player ha-
0: that, that either would go to Canyon. or That goes to Sofm. It goes to what-
1: it, it goes to Barrel for me. Like I hundred percent pick him. I think again, I've been I've been high on SFM for a while, but again, the initiate like the the the. the the uh, tone in like kind of the uh, identity of damn one game. This man's
0: also games. support main, so he's gonna be biased towards the support role. No, it's true though.
1: I mean, like, just look at it. Look at all I'm the- I'm not the... saying Barrel played bad. I think Barrel played amazing, honestly. I think Canyon played I, I don't know. I, I actually, Showmaker was pretty good too. Can't, like, honestly, you could really make a debate for every single person. Except for like Naguri. Day. I can make an argument for everyone except
0: for Naguri, honestly. I think Naguri like, played pretty poorly compared to his last year World Standard.
1: Well, he he was put on a lot more tank games, and he played pretty well for the most part. He, a lot of his orange engages were incredible that series. Like he had a really good positioning in a lot of the team fights. But again, I would agree with that. He's probably so if I, so if, I if I had to
0: narrow it down to MVP, I would choose between Canyon, SFM. That's the first, That's the two that I would pick from. I Canyon, don't know. I would. I, would I think those are the four I that I pick from. Honestly, Barrow
1: was one hundred percent the reason as to why they're fast paced. Canyon was is hard for me. SFM made so from a quarterfinals team to a finals contender despite being considered a weakling, but he played so well. I mean, honestly, how many many bad seasons has Ghost had? Ghost has been one of the most underrated ADCs. The the only bad season I would say he had was BBQ, and that was just because the entirety of the team was terrible. Like, I I loved Key. I thought Key was going to be the next Mata, and instead he just turned into somebody else. He turned into the now Mata. Which was something into into, he, a a ki- he turned into a Kiwi kid. It's just a he's such good, he has such talent, and he's just this way. He still
0: actually plays though. He was on Hanala for the, a little bit. That's
1: what I'm saying. Orrin was the probably the best Orrin at the Worlds, and that was like the most played champion or the most impactful. For
0: anything champion. not Orrin, he he just underperformed on. He would get kept, kept, he just I don't know. I think his, he, his he, canon he, was, was, was pretty
1: a, decent. His canon was pretty decent in in that specific canon game. was really period. good, yeah. I mean, I, it's hard for me to say that he wasn't good. He just. I, wasn't
0: I gotta put my by MVP.
1: That's what she's I'm not saying. MVP. Yeah. I no. think Barrel is number one for me by a quite large margin. Then it would go probably Showmaker for me, and it's pretty, like it's not a large margin between those two. And then you gotta pick honestly, one. Yeah, yeah I, I literally just said Barrel. Oh yeah 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 okay. Top is a very supportive role this world to be honest. Like there's like a few Canon games and then like a few Aura <laughs> game there here and there. And like, for the most part, it was all tanks. For, it's for me, MVP
0: game. would go to SOFM. I think, man, this guy's been insane. Like, literally, if someone, like, most, people do understand, most valuable player does not mean best player on your team. Most valuable, if SOFM is not unsuiting, they don't make the finals.
1: I don't disagree P- with that. Put, put but anyone there. Put Kanavi on that team. they probably it's not hard beat to, Team Liquid. Are you saying overall throughout the entirety of the, the mm-hmm. world? Yep. Mm-hmm. You know, I'll, I mean, I would, I would give credit to Sofm. I've been, I've been talking about how he's if the best jungler. If you take Sofm
0: off Inc. and you have any jungler in their position, they do not make the finals, not even close. Put freaking put um, not even Kanavi, who's on the other teams. Put a uh, Peanut on Inc. they don't make the finals at all. They probably don't even make it out of group stage. I think really? Sofm was so influential to how his team was actually functioning. That I would have to give it to him. Now my second oh. pick would have been Canyon,
1: which is still a jungler. But Canyon I think was Sof- not more. I, I don't get that. Canyon was like literally a supportive role to Barrel, and I don't get how you can argue that. Like, yeah, I think he was The third Showmaker. Showmaker second. I think it's Nagur. I mean, it's it's Barrel, then Nagura, and uh, then uh, Showmaker, and then Canyon probably. Mm. Probably. But that's
0: but that's my uh Worlds Twenty Twenty V P. My guy is Sofm. His will be Barrel. Uh, you guys want best lanes. Holy shit. That's probably going to be all damn one players. I mean, I know. I mean, I really could. Oh, make no. An we we, we could do this. We can do this. Um, World's, this would be, be the first year we're doing this. A Worlds 2020 first place team. So it'd be top lane. You would put Ben? I'd probably put Ben. Ben? Junglane? I, SOFM? I, I would put SOFM. Mid Showmaker? Yeah. ADC's Ghost? <laughs> one thing <laughs> no we have to choose between them right, if play play right, well.
1: if we want to point out in the group stages the best adc obviously was Jackie love but he did not transition that well into the knockout stages so it's kind of hard for me to put him up there anymore mm. like he had a lot of good games but again his his kind of play style is supportive like he's kind of like gated by how well his teammates are playing because again he, he's into the enemy frontline and if the team is falling apart around him he's dead they, they don't push him off or anything and he, he really does at the top level of play. Jackie Love is the best ADC in the world, but see just his his play style is so finicky. It's just so, so fragile that it, if he messes it up even slightly, he just loses the game for his team. I mean, I think the best the best ADC. I don't know. I mean, it, it might it probably would be Hong Kong. I don't know. Ghost. That's the thing, though. Then you're just discrediting Ghost too. Ghost was great, but. Again, it was because he fit this team so well that he was so good. Ghost was an incredibly good ADC, and it's, you know what, it, it, it's, it's a very big, it's a hard argument for me whether or not I'd put him or Huang Fong first. Huang Fong played really well in this series. He actually solo killed a few times when they got Elder Dragon in game three, a game one. He was able to solo kill, what's his name, when he was chasing him down to try and kill off the rest of the Elder Dragons. But then again, Huang Fang, right after that, walked down mid and got soloed by chillmaker, so who knows? Like it's hard for me to say who the best ADC was. I think that's one of the closest ones, but uh, yeah. I mean, I would probably. I don't. I don't think I'd put Reckless there. I mean, I think Reckless played really well, but again, I think that the baseline of what he did was not better than anything that like Ghost did or any. Like he played really well in the group stages, and he was like the funneled. This is the play that we're playing through through Fnatic, but. I mean, it was. I agree with that. It, it's hard for me to say. No, no, no. Ghost. Ghost played a lot worse inside of team fights. Like, I think that's, he just, he I just played well in team, team fights. Fight. No, like, no, his no, Ash no. in
0: team fights was amazing. No,
1: no, no, no. I mean, Ash is extremely easy to execute in team hey, fights. I'm it might
0: kidding. be extremely easy, but it's for us, but it's definitely harder for him doing it in that I'm not, just, I'm not
1: denying that, but when a team perfectly surrounds you in the proper ways to be able to, like, dish out as much DPS as you can, I think with what he was working with, Huang Fong did quite a bit of damage. Considering his team with with a, with a role that is kind of, Designed to have to have a front line, he did a lot of damage for what he did. I think Huang Fang. So you want to put
0: huan Fang over it?
1: Goes? I think so. I think I'd probably put Huang Fang there. But the support is the big question for me because there are so many good supports. Like like Mickey X was really good, but I I don't even think he was the best support in his in his. I his, thought Hillthing played great. Hillthing played great. Core JJ played great. It's just like I don't even think like Barrel uh, played uh, great. <laughs> there's, a there's a lot of good supports in the world. There's Mickey X. There's Barrel. There's what's it called? There was, like, there was Sword Art. There was a lot of good support. I don't think Sword Art was that good. Sword Art was so good, and you're wrong, and I hate when you say that. Literally, the reason they won. The the reason they won. No, 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 listen to me. The reason they won Game 2 was literally because of Sword Art. The reason they almost won two team fights was because he got out the back line in Game 1 twice. Literally, the only games that they actually had a functioning chance at were because of Sword Art and his Leona. Like, literally, like, when they banned Leona, I'll give you credit, he didn't look good, as good. But saying that Sword Art wasn't good at this Worlds... I wouldn't even take r- of ran it down on Tom Kinch, Braum, like... He literally Dude, okay, lost I'll, some I'll, I'll massive post, games I'll in post, the finals. Post... post look, go look at Game 1 and go look at the Dragon fight towards the beginning half of this. But Just go look at a highlight. And see I'm not how they he wasn't influential. Was I'm saying he, single, he wasn't
0: on the level...
1: In the, the finals. finals, he was the best player on his team in the finals. And that's not a question for me. And I love SOFM a lot. But the difference between those two was just gigantic. SOFM had a really bad game three. SOFM, I mean, uh, what's his name? Sword Art set up a lot. They all, they lost because of him. I'll agree with that. They, I mean, I like as was... many great things he did for no, them. No no no, he was not a coin flip essentially. He was not a coin flip. They essentially picked, started picking comps that were designed to make him not as influential because they banned out his Leon. They Leo gave
0: him Tom Kinch, Bard or Braum. He was completely. Useless. His Bard
1: was really good in the group stage. He got that, caught out
0: know. consistently.
1: It and was people were cons-
0: dragon control.
1: I will literally I will literally pull up the KDA if you start talking. KDA. You become you can't die a lot and get caught out a lot if you don't die a lot. I mean, the, realistically... The KDA will show you that. He, his KDA will show you that. But <laughs> the reason that I think... His, his Bard was incredible. He made a massive amount of good plays inside of the group stages with Bard. I don't even get that. He did really well in the JDG series. So what who two. do you want to have here? I, I, I'm just saying I don't get why you wouldn't even consider Sword Art because he was the be- he was like the second second to third best player on... Like, you know, it's kind of hard to he say. Was a he was the reason
0: why they him. won and also a reason why they lost. That's not he was like...
1: The only reason they won a single game and i will i will say that without a doubt and he was the only reason they were able to consistently contest in the game one and game three because he made a lot of good engages like it's it's kind of crazy to me that you think the most like again the role that can't build any tank stats tank stats yet is forced to be one of the primary sources engages is obviously going to die more that's just how the role works it's volatile and that's why people die often in that role but like there, there, without a doubt, I I don't think you can argue that at the very least he wasn't top five, I and mean, that's just like, I think that he's just not putting he, a support there. Ooh, he's in man. top five in support. We're playing. We're picking the support role. <laughs> yeah, I would mean, hope there's a support
0: there. Mm, if we're picking a support in the top five, uh,
1: I would probably yeah. just not barrel play. Oh, oh,
0: barrel play just absolutely. Incredible. I think a top
1: three supports. I I think barrel was barrel and core JJ are my top two. I think as much as. Like, people don't want to really acknowledge it, I think. Well, that's what played. I was
0: leaning towards right there.
1: Kojicic played really well this series, this season.
0: But I can't give Kojicic... It's like you're giving a player that didn't make it out of group stage.
1: Wait, he was first the place, first place he, team. He straight up almost solo carried them back into contention. <laughs> the only reason they didn't have a chance with how well he played is because... What's it called? When he got caught, the team was in better positions to capitalize. I agree. Barrel was the better player. Better was the, was better than Sword Art. I just didn't like... How he said Sword Art was bad because Sword Art played really well this Girls for the most part. He had a few bad games that, but it's like played. I, I don't know if we can put we like you can. The problem with putting Court JJ in
0: is that you're putting in a player who didn't get our group stage.
1: Yeah, but I mean, at the same time, his eight. I mean, his whole team was not. I don't think Court Kaiser was better than Court JJ. I disagree with that. I don't think Kaiser's ever been as much as I think Kaiser has been one of the best supports. I never think he was as good as Court JJ. And that's just my opinion on that specific one. Kaiser is really good, but Core JJ is the single was the single best player in all of NA by a large margin. And was probably the best player from the West. Not even probably he was the best player, in my opinion, from the West this year se- this season.
0: Hmm. Let's see. Mike, Mickey X played really well in a lot of these worlds. No, Mike. Mickey X was the best player in G2 the
1: whole event. No, no. He had, he, like If we look at like the, the specific... He's talking about the panty on the game and stuff. But I think the Team Liquid versus G2 game was just straight up core JJ versus Mickey X. And that was like the most exciting game ever. It was so fun all to right. watch.
0: Chad, let me ask you. So we're doing our world's first place all-pro team. We have Ben, SOFM, Showmaker, and Juan Fang. Who do you guys want to pick? It's, it's definitely... It's, it's definitely barrel, sword art, core JJ, and Mickey X, and who else do you have in there? say? Barrel is
1: definitely first place.
0: I'm pretty sure it's barrel that's going to make it. Yeah, like I, I, I just couldn't justify putting someone in the first place position, and if you they like could and get it out of group we stage. T-
1: I thought we were talking about top five. That's why I started naming top you, five people.
0: I was never going to put sword art here. That's never going to happen.
1: Well, I wasn't putting him in the, if made, in the first. If you made a,
0: place. if you made a third place team, yeah, you could be there. But you know, oh, yeah, I thought we were talking about
1: top five supports. That's why you, I was started naming off people. Oh yeah, yeah. Second place, second place. Uh, I don't even know honestly. Barrels. Zoom, zoom would be top for second place for me. No, 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 no. You know what? I'm trying to, it's it's hard. Like, I think you know, you know what? Zoom was probably top. I mean, for second place, I think degree is probably third. Second was a uh, zoom for me in top, jungle was Who Canyon. It to... yeah, mid lane was uh, not. not Mid lane was Angel? Mid lane was Angel. ADC. Oh, you had, um, you had Chovy. Homer. No, 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 no. I did not have Chovy over. I put him in the top five. Oh, I thought you were making a second team. Yeah, I am the second team. second team is... Zoom, Canyon. Oh, we did
0: a mid laner. Angel? Angel.
1: I put Angel there. I put Showmaker in top one.
0: Oh, yeah, you're right. Okay, so we have Angel... So you're on the bot lane now.
1: ADC would probably have to be Ghost. That would have to be, yeah, it <laughs> would have to be Ghost. Ghost. Think you're getting 369 and Zoom mixed up? I think 369, I mean, I don't know. I mean, do you really think we should put him towards the top, in the top two? I think 369 had a lot of good games, but I think that had Zoom- had a lot of good games too, So, but so did Zoom. Zoom, Zoom had a lot, of, like, it, it's hard for me to say. Like, I think China obviously took the top... You know No. Like, I think China probably took the top three top lane positions. hmm I think that 369 is probably third. But... Uh, I think that in Jungle Roll for second place, it's Canyon. Uh, Angel for yeah. mid. ADC is probably going to be... It's, it's, it's got Ghosts. I mean I'm just putting Ghost cuz he put made it to the finals. Like overall I think he's not his highs aren't nearly as high as some of the other ADCs, but I think that overall he played really well this series.
0: From myth even if that, that was true like I, I I didn't see anybody better at the event than him.
1: Hard to have any JDG players. It's I mean they made they they got second place in their role and they made it to I mean the knockout stage. I mean to be fair their role the group is really easy. But again I mean it was just literally him versus the enemy team and it's like like, overall, I think he played pretty well against what I would consider as one of the best top laner, probably the best top laner at the event he played pretty well against. Do you see Kenya's stats? They're literally first-accept damage per team. I don't care. I mean, I don't care about stats. I mean, I just... I, mean, I, I literally
0: just, said, I don't care about stats, and then bring up stats in an argument. No, no, no. It
1: was specifically that specific argument because you said his, he died everywhere, and I just said, <laughs> you can't. you I can bring up KDA because he obviously didn't have that many deaths. But uh, I, I don't... Like, it's just a completely different scenario there. But uh, I think that... Canyon, hundred percent. Like, you know, it's it's hard for me to say. For the I don't support. think. Well, like, if you have Zoom Canyon Angel and Ghost, um, who else would you have for the support? Support, probably. I mean, I would pick Core JJ. All the BX. Mickey X not better than Core JJ. Core JJ completely beat him in both games that they played against each other. Like that's that's the, just the big indicator for me. He was almost solo carried the out of Even the both games they played. Yeah, I think so. I mean, I think that all around. Niguri and Zoom gapped bin without jungle attention? Uh, no. I mean, Niguri... was it? Was the top... You know, actually, Niguri did really well in that gank 1v2 in top lane in game one. But for the most part, it wasn't really any time there wasn't jungle difference one way or the other. Like, there was literally less than five minutes apart for most of the series like an, in jungle attention during laning phase. So it's kind of hard to say anybody got didn't get jungle attention. It always happened. I don't think there was really a situation besides maybe game four. But even then, like game three, there was literally constant games top. That was the entirety of the game. Like, I think, let me think. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> Zoom I – mean, like Ben also got a pentakill. I mean, it's it's hard for me to attribute that to anything else but a good setup from a team. I don't really think he played the best on a steam in this game, but uh, a pentakill definitely doesn't does mean that you didn't get fully gapped. Um, let me think. Game, it's I would put I would put core JJ at second, in third place I would put Sword Art for the support. I mean, that's probably the top three for me. What? top three I mean I just say I was just telling my top three supports so you like so you want that zoom canyon angel court ghost court j sure. why are we writing it down by the way do you remember why
0: oh uh, I need to have this just in case I put it up in discord let me remember what we put out that's second. pretty much it that's all the world's awards um MVP. he chose barrel I chose court jj our first second you Did not uh, pick court jj
1: hold up you said Sofm.
0: Yeah, I, you, you got chose, distracted. You chose Barrel. I chose uh, Sofm. Yeah, yeah. There you go. The TSM award goes to oh, <laughs> JDG. G. The Beer award goes to Kanafi. <laughs> he played so bad. <laughs> yeah, that He was, actually, that was he actually just did nothing. He just played Nidalee and threw spears at jungle camps. I was like, God damn, it, this man was worse than Spica. Spiker had more impact on TSM's games than Kanavi did on JDG's games. Crazy. Crazy. Um, but that's pretty much it. This man was really fighting hard for Core JJ.
1: Every time you pick up a support, no, he got I really than pa- JJ. I, I fought hard with Sword Art not not <laughs> JJ. I mean I was Every- literally trash talking Sword Art all season, if you remember, and I swapped really drastically for worlds. <laughs> and I've been fighting for uh, what's his name, for SOFM for six seasons now. So I've and you didn't my... put him at first place. I'm not going to change your mind on that. I mean, I, I didn't think just because he's better that, I mean, they, they looked better. Never forget, yeah. man,
0: nine-man sleep. That's why TSM is going to be the TSM Team Award. And what it means moving forward, so, if, like, these things don't, don't get, like, misconception or misconstrued, the TSM Award means that your team that's hyped up coming up, and then you flop. That's it. That's all it means. TSM are really hyped up for North American people, don't know why. They flopped, and then, obviously, that's where they have the award. The Bjergsen Award is another hyped-up player, and then he just flops. That's essentially what it is. And then the MVPs will always happen. The first place, second place, world's team will always happen. I think these days are good awards. We've been trying to get one for so long. We just never honestly parties. could get one.
1: I mean, I disagree with that completely. I mean, I think that you can act 100% considering how hard it is to make it out of groups because there's only half of the people to make it out. And I think you have to have a substantially decent group around you. I mean it's it's reasonable hey, why you would think that Mike, like, I said that too. I think we should the player should at least have gone out of the group. Fair stage. Enough. I just think that you can't I don't think anybody could have carried a Team Liquid as replacing one member at a time. I think that if you put the best player in their position on Team Liquid, none of them could have carried that team out of groups. And that's just my thought process behind it. Like no, Nick, LGD are so trash, they don't even get the award.
0: They're just so bad. LGD. Oh my god. LGD almost lost to a to an Oceanic team. That's that's shame in and of itself. The fact that they roll. Oh, shit. Oh, that, that was so fun watching that.
1: Mad not was Ryan's trash. Team. Mad was Mad. terrible.
0: If I could give this award to two other teams, it would, it would be LGD and Mad, because they definitely deserve it. Holy crap. Never forget nine-man sleep. That's why TSM gets the award. But for any, anybody who's watching this that ha- that has not subscribed yet, Make sure you subscribe. Um that's pretty much it, unless there's any off season news that came out when we were doing this.
1: Then in fa- I mean, I'm not one of the people that disappointed in, in world, so I don't care. I, I could trash talk both NA and LGD. Doesn't matter. Like L G D a hundred percent played poorly in, in world I and mean, group stages. I thought Kramer to- played okay for what you had to deal with. Yeah, whatever. I mean that's he, he's he's the he was a pretty decent ADC all around, but still. TS, LGD was definitely better than TSM. I don't disagree with that. Got MVP in all positions with this year's being Jungle with Canyon. I do
0: oh, Uh Let's see. Uh, no, That's pretty much it, unless I go to Reddit. Let me go to the League, the League of Legends Reddit and see if anything else was leaked there. Uh, That's pretty much it. We got all our rewards, MVPs... All pro teams, yeah, th- there's going to be always the exception of, you know, the most, most of the time you should be making out of groups to obviously, you know, be into the team. And, and, and if you have a factor in, if you're not, it's not core JJ, it's probably going to be Mickey X anyway. That's mostly going to happen. Or Hillsing, because people keep reading, Hillsing actually didn't int as hard as most people predicted, which was good. Like, he actually played really solid the whole world championship. I, I don't disagree with that. I think he played really well. Hmm. Like, everyone kept saying he would just run it down, and it's like, he didn't really do that, actually.
1: I so, mean, he, I expected it, too, to be fair.
0: Oh, I expected a lot. I thought it was going to be hilarious. This man was going to go run at everything. Uh, Nope, that's pretty much it. So, yeah, we'll see you guys later. Like, comment, subscribe, most of all. Enjoy. Uh, we'll be back next week. Hopefully, there's going to be off-season news. Uh, if there's not, I will just talk about whatever. Probably talk about the greatest moments of World Championship history, actually. Now that we've had 10 World Championships, actually. So... You know uh anything you want to say before you close out
1: would you have anything i want to say before worlds closes out uh <laughs> let me see uh besides the fact that uh carson was better than Selfmade, not really no i'm good <laughs> if Selfmade would have been my
0: alt, would, would, would have been on the 13 for me
1: okay that's fair you, enough you because
0: you're debating on between carson yeah i mean between those two, but that's pretty much it. See you guys later, goodbye. If you didn't, also like the video when you uh, caught it on stream,
1: just